0: Set. Places, everybody. And action.
1: Hi, guys. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's episode, we're discussing The Preacher's Wife. From 1996 directed by Penny Marshall. So it is the holiday season so we're bringing you our annual holiday episode and we have the idea what if we said a very special prayer, a very special prayer for a hot angel to come down from the heavens above. To destroy a marriage. (laughs) Is this this the Sierra
2: prayer that everybody's been talking about?
1: (laughs) It might be. And that's why we're here today.
2: Praying to God in tight shirts and equally tight pants. (laughs) Russell, what you be doing in the pants, bruh?
1: He be living his best life, his best Christian holy life. He be leveling up. Mm. Level up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Keep it going, Pastor. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. Um. (laughs) So, um, The Preacher's Life from 1996 is a remake of a film from the 40s, which I didn't know about until we were discussing remakes a while ago yeah um, i really thought this was an original property all my life and i also thought didn't know this film went the way it went um but i didn't know that this is a remake of a film called the bishop's life until like last year or the year before
2: yeah um, same <laughs> I, was I was like, like excuse me
1: what <laughs> like, this isn't a an- <laughs> Um, So, The Bishop's Wife is from 1947, and it stars Cary Grant Mm -hmm. as the angel, which I get, like, Cary Grant could destroy a marriage as
2: well. He could. He's very, like, um, what's the word? Like, I guess suave, but also maybe, like, more... He doesn't seem to take himself too seriously. Like, he always seems like there's, like, a little wink in his eye. You know, it's not, you know... He doesn't, he's not like smoldering or whatever.
1: <laughs> he's but, like a, a guy you come, you see standing at, I don't know, I don't know, what, what do old white people go to? I don't the, a malt shop, shit. Wow. I don't know. What do they do in the 40s? A bar? Um,
2: I mean, the, Prohibition the bar was over. Casablanca, that kind of place, you know. I feel like a Prohibition was over, so, you know, any old bar.
1: <laughs> I yeah. Guess. And- he has on like a, a suit and he winks at you and call you toots or some shit. Oh yeah. Well,
2: I don't know. He was British too, so maybe you know you gotta peel in some some darlings, maybe. <laughs> 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 I don't know. What's some what's some uh, some slightly blue <laughs> nicknames? I guess.
1: He calls you a lass. I don't-
2: Oh, what? alas, yeah, that might be a little Scottish, but yeah, it's one of those.
1: <laughs> we're painting the sea. We're painting the sea. Y'all yeah,
2: yeah, he's got like a. I feel like at one point, if he had been born several years later, he probably could have been like a James Bond type. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know. Um, I think by the time they were doing those movies um he might have been like too older wait I don't know when the first James Bond movie came out actually I'm so sorry y'all but he just so has I that you know that aura, that the vibe 60s like at least
1: yeah. 1960
2: oh yeah and he would have been probably approaching 60 or yeah because he was born in, like the early early 1900s from what I remember but he I think he stop hold on <laughs> I just googled it fact check moment so he actually did accept the role of James Bond, um, but he only wanted to do the film, one movie, because he was 58 at the time, and the producers dropped him, because I guess they wanted him for more than one movie, and they uh, they picked Sean Connery um, to be the first James Bond in 1962. Which- Interesting.
1: I mean- I can't see like Cary Grant like slapping women in the face and saying no. Oh, he seemed we'll see like a he <laughs>
2: seemed <laughs> like a nice person, like a nice sort of like I don't know, like a like a double entendre type maybe. I mean, James Bond is kind of like that, but you know, in some movies he he'd be doing a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, like James Bond is a piece of fucking shit. Like I'm yeah. sorry, like he is gross. James yeah, Biden's I don't know. Not sexy. He's na- he's nasty. He's gross. I don't know why we're
2: campaigning so hard for a black one, but that is another conversation.
1: He's <laughs> like, not entirely. sexy. He's just like he's a
2: fucking scumbag. Yeah, yeah. but he's you a, know, Carrie Grant is a sort of good government, y'all. Yeah, like, he does work for the Queen, which y'all don't like. <laughs> y'all actively don't like. I've seen the tweets. <laughs> so like, I don't know. I don't know what what kind of. Well, I don't know, maybe people just don't understand how that chain of command works over there, but
1: it would be kind of the same here. (laughs) It's like, like. it's something like Order of Majesty, Secret Service or some shit, that's the name of a mute movie or something.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I think it would be like, I mean, we're so off topic, but I think it would be like, like how the CIA kind of works outside of things. Where they almost kind of almost tell the president what to do sometimes, and they'll be like, "We'll we'll fuck you over <laughs> in the name of America, whatever. If you come in between any of America's interests, uh, even if you are a high government official." But I think it's like the same thing. Like he works outside the, the the government kind of. But anyways, it doesn't matter because you know what? He wasn't James Bond. We're not talking about James Bond. We're talking about Christmas movies. So
1: <laughs> yes, how do we talk about? Christmas movies in the spirit of the Lord as it moves through Dudley, the sexy angel.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so yeah, Cary Grant was the sexy angel that came down from heaven to answer this bishop's prayer because the bishop is just going through it. He's trying to rebuild um, his church, like physically, like a new cathedral, which I don't remember which kind of I don't remember which kind of church this was. It, It says Catholic by actually... My brain keeps saying Episcopal or Episcopalian or something like that, but I don't know. Um, I'm most familiar with like Baptist churches, um, yeah, which is what the preacher's wife is. It is a Baptist shows. church, yeah. Although I was looking because they actually filmed it in a Methodist church, and because I, I was looking, I was like, "Where's the thing? Where's the where where where's the where's the basement? Where do they do the baptisms?" <laughs> um, I was looking. I was looking hard because I was like, "What kind of church is this?" Because I'm also Here, not you gotta used to like. It open and get dipped. I'm not used to, like, preachers wearing the collar. Yeah. Because I was like, why is he wearing that? But I don't know. It's been a long time since I've been at church, and y'all can probably tell. (laughs) So, like, I go for the – I'm like, if the family would like to go for a special occasion, and my grandma wants me to go, otherwise I'm like, I'm good. But, but yeah. So, the original movie, like Brittany said, was from 1947. Um, sexy angel deadly comes down from the heavens to answer this man's prayer which is basically not exactly to help him build the cathedral but it's more to be like recognizing what truly matters um not just at christmas time but like in general which is his family because he's neglecting his wife julia and their baby who i don't even remember what the baby's name was her name was debbie okay a strong (laughs) a strong a deborah (laughs) <laughs> she was like I was like six or seven years old. <laughs> I mean my aunt name was Deborah too, so maybe <laughs> But she uh yeah, he doesn't like the the bishop uh, Henry has like um he's definitely kind of just he's just overwhelmed and like in that overwhelmedness his um faith is being shaken. And he's just not paying attention to things that matter. And also, like, um, I mean, the only thing he really does pay attention to is the fact that Dudley is definitely, like, gonna, like, put the moves on his wife. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And Mr. your girl. Yeah. Yeah. He basically said, like, if you don't care, you might lose her. Mm -hmm. Wink, wink. (laughs) And I was like, no, they didn't. I mean, this is from 1947, so it's not as, like, explicitly said. And, like, part of me feels like, he almost does that to push him more towards like I'll fight for Julia cuz she's like she matters the most to me or whatever but um in the preacher's wife it is definitely like oh he wants he wants Miss Whitney Houston <laughs> I mean <laughs> he want her yeah he do like, he want deadly, her definitely want her yeah and we also didn't say this is actually a novel did you know that I did not know mm-hmm. that until yesterday but this yeah, is a didn't novel. Yeah, I not know either.
1: Like, it was written by Robert Nathan.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, in 1928. When... So this is an yeah, old like... story.
1: <laughs> this, this is a quite old story. This passed down from generation to generation. <laughs>
2: Girl. We keep in the sexy angel alive.
1: Yeah. Like, what was going on in the 20s?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Because I actually looked at his, like, like all the books and poems because he was a uh, a writer, like a novelist and a poet. Um, and he had several of his movie or sorry, several of his works adapted into films. And I think even like television, he also wrote plays and children's books and screenplays. Like He was doing a lot. But like the only thing I think I, I think I recognize maybe is Portrait of Jenny, which I have not seen, but um was made into like a a film, I believe, in nineteen forty-eight. Um, but I um girl <laughs> I don't know what Robert was going through, but he's like, let this angel lay hands on this man's wife <laughs> So um but we yeah I took, teach
1: him a lesson.
2: Yeah take teach the lesson that if you don't pay attention to your family somebody will off with your your woman, and it will be a supernatural being so you don't stand a chance mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> so, um, I did take some notes about this, um, uh, mainly because I didn't really know, like, how they came to, like, f- decide to remake this movie. Um, but it's actually quite interesting. <laughs> it's quite tumultuous. So, Denzel Washington, who ends up playing Dudley in this movie, as most would probably know, um, he has a company called Mundy Lane Productions, which I did not realize that he had his own production company. But usually when actors have their own production thing, it's because they are using it as a vehicle to make their own movies, which is fine. Like, do it how you have to do it to get things made. Um, I... um, did not recognize the the name of the company at all. (laughs) So I actually looked up some of their, um, like their, I guess, what they've produced, which now I can't find the list, of course. But so they're making, the most recent thing that they're making was something that Denzel was directing, which is like, I can't even remember what the name is, but it's some like Michael B. Jordan vehicle. Um, So they've
1: done, they've done like um, Devil in a Blue Dress. yeah. Um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Antwana which came out Fisher, like a couple years ago. Um, and of course, Feature's White, And they're doing a journal for Jordan.
2: That's the one, yeah. Which is coming out soon. Which I, at first I thought that was like a Michael Jordan biopic or something. Because I was like, why? What is that? But it kind of seems like a... I don't know. It seems like a really cheesy movie. <laughs> where Michael B. Jordan
1: goes off to... Uh, He's, he's, oh, he is a sergeant in the army that gets killed in Baghdad who keeps a journal intended for his son.
2: Yeah. So, That's happening. I don't know when this movie is supposed to come out because I haven't seen or heard anything about this. I think it's supposed to come out this year. Oh, I'm sorry. It's supposed to come out on Christmas. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> Of course it is. <laughs> ah, don't you love the Christmas time
1: releases? They're always so much. They're they're a lot. Like I feel like Michael B. Jordan's last movie was um the one with Jamie Foxx. Wasn't the one with Jamie Foxx? I boy. have not paid attention to anything Michael B. Jordan has done
2: in several
1: life. And Creed that. was also around Christmas, I believe.
2: Yeah, I think so. I have not watched Creed. Well, there's gonna be another Creed because you know he's directing that one.
1: Creed Three, Mo Creed. Oh God.
2: <laughs> oh, I forgot Just Mercy, which everybody said was really good, but I don't really like those type of like courtroom films. But um, and then also he had a movie on Amazon, I believe, that was like something about him being a Navy Seal, which I also don't really like those either. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been kind of off him. <laughs> I've been off him for a little bit. Um, but yeah. Um, so that's what Mundy Productions is uh I guess doing. But they produced this movie, or at least developed this film. For some reason, Denzel's first choice was Julia Roberts. Uh mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know, because they like, it would have changed the entire movie. Like, okay, one of the biggest um differences between the original movie and this movie besides the fact that this is like an all-black cast um i think is like that uh julia who is played by whitney houston has like an actual like story arc in this one besides just falling in love with an angel like she um is the basically the lead singer and i guess like choir director Of the church, so she actually has a bigger role in the church rather than just being, like, the man's wife. (laughs) So there's a little bit more interest there, but I was like, what would Julia Roberts have done?
1: Cheated on her husband
2: with Angel. Like, they would have been a lot closer to the original movie, I think, which, like, I mean, the original movie's fine, but, like, why? (laughs) That would have been terrible. And then he decided that... Uh, Whitney Houston needed to do. I guess maybe there's somebody I was like, oh, let's make it a, a about a Baptist church, and then obviously you would get one of the premier singers of ever, ever. <laughs> <laughs> of, of 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 this life and the next. <laughs> so, um, which of course, like, I don't think Whitney Houston had done any Baptist, like, like popular Baptist things.
1: Before and that. I don't this really remember. point, no. No. Cuz she has done like the bodyguard, she's done waiting to exhale. Yeah. And then and after those are more this, poppy this things. 1996, it would be like um the soundtrack. Uh um she's she would do like Cinderella and then the soundtrack for um The Prince of Egypt, which is a banger. Yeah. <laughs> which I always because it's about moses and you know bible stuff i always like put the soundtrack for prince of egypt with the soundtrack for prince of um preachers life together because mm-hmm. they all like are big they're big church songs well yeah i mean like so together, when you
2: believe I mean, it the rest of it's a little bit more like depending on which one because they did so we have the we have the Preacher's Wife soundtrack and we have the Prince of Egypt soundtrack, but they actually did two versions of the Prince of Egypt soundtrack. So the one that we got actually doesn't even have When You Believe on it, which is like some BS, um, but it has like a lot of like late 90s gospel staples, so like Fred Hammond and some other people on there. Um, but if you got like the actual movie soundtrack, it was like Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey, of course, and then they had like some of the songs from the movie, which was, like, the one, with like, with Steve Martin and Martin Short and stuff like that. Like, you can listen to it on Spotify now. But, um, yeah, so it's not, like, super – depending on which version you got, it was not as super gospely as, like, this one. Like, this is straight up, like, she is singing with the Georgia Mass Choir. It is, like, being in a church on a Sunday <laughs> morning. Straight up, like, we have felt the spirit and we're about to sing. Because even during the shooting – Penny Marshall said, like, they would sing, and then, like, you yell cut, and they would keep singing because they had just felt the spirit, and they would just keep going. You know, you can't tell no gospel singer to stop singing. No, you, they have it. to
1: finish that song. But you have to. Yeah,
2: so, <laughs> like, you have to go, you never, you would never, somebody, like, have somebody, like, cut off the song in the middle. Like, what?
1: <laughs> if you're not the choir director? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least mm. if, like, the only time that you do
2: that is, like, a choir practice, baby, but, like, not... <laughs> not on the... Not with the robes on. Not in the not in the pew. Like, not up in the risers and stuff. No, girl. <laughs> oh, on a Wednesday,
1: yes. Yeah, on a oh, Sunday. On a Sunday or a fake Sunday, no.
2: No. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, um... So, yeah. So, that was... That brings me to the next point. So, Whitney would not sing before... Like she would not sing in the mornings, only in the afternoon and in the evenings. She also did not want to play the role at first because she did not want to be a housewife because she's like, what am I, Whitney Houston gonna do, playing a housewife? Um, <laughs> uh, they remodeled the church, so the church that they like it set in, they completely remodeled it. So I don't know what it looked like. I, you know, churches are very old, <laughs> so. Um, and most churches are not like Joel Austins, like they are down in the mud, like Pew's been there since the early 1900s, early, late 1800s or something, um, which I feel like some of the Pew's at my old church are probably like that. Uh, so they actually remodeled the church, but um, an elderly woman fell like on the church grounds and broke her hip and died like a week before shooting started. Yeah cursed (laughs) um they also filmed this in new jersey and yonkers and um a lot of robberies were common so it was a little sketch i think for a big movie crew um also a fire broke out in the apartment block nearby um one child was saved but two children died i don't know how anybody continued doing any of this (laughs) after all this i'd be like okay Maybe we need to pray a little bit harder before we continue this movie. Also, a crew member was struck by a car during filming and died. Um, and there was like another thing. Oh, they had problems with like the snow um, because they were like they went up to Maine to film um, the big ice skating scene, and I think partially because Penny Marshall liked antique shopping and she wanted to go shopping in Maine. <laughs> And then there was no snow. I mean, once they I've, got I've there. Been there,
1: I understand.
2: It was like sixty degrees, but there was like record snow in New York, so they had left like the New York, New Jersey area to go up to this place in there. So they had to truck their own snow in. A lot of the stuff, because if you even look at it, you're like, oh, this is like really nicely done. Because usually, snow after a certain period of time does not look this nice; it <laughs> mm-hmm. looks very disgusting. So it was just a lot of. Um, production problems i was not prepared to read any of that today. (laughs) but they
1: brought us quality
2: they brought us quality also the preacher's wife soundtrack is like the best gospel album the best selling gospel album of all time i don't know when the last like when they looked at that last but like it was a huge hit um like i said we have it in our house somewhere so
1: i feel like a lot of people have it because i I believe we had a copy of it as well.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I I mean, it's Whitney Houston.
1: Every church, every, every church probably had, every choir director probably had a copy because you have sung those songs if you were in a choir.
2: Yeah, I was like, briefly I'm in
1: the
2: choir now, but... <laughs> I was briefly in the church choir. Um, I don't remember singing. Well, I don't remember any of the songs we sung, but because um, I was very, very briefly in the church choir. But, but yeah, I could like... I was like, oh, wow. Like, I mean, that's like one of the few things that I still like enjoy about church is the singing in general. Like once we get to the sermon, I'm like, oh. But like, <laughs> the beginning yeah. part is always lit. Like, you, I mean, gospel singers are... I feel like typically the, some of the greatest singers ever. Yeah. Um, and it's exemplified having Whitney. Can you imagine? <laughs> having this woman come and sing. And she sang live. She did not lip sync. She's like, you cannot lip sync with the Georgia M.S. No. So I was like, what the fuck? So I was like, I could feel myself getting kind of like, I was like, oh, this is giving me a little emotional. I was like, dang, because we we're never going to hear a voice like that ever <laughs> ever no. again like not in my lifetime <laughs> like i was like getting emotional when i read that she sang live and i was like of course she did singing sounding perfect singing the fuck down like
1: my thought was like maybe maybe more singers need to be raised in environments like this so they can learn how to sing even if it is in a situation where you might be sacrificing somebody to a giant wicker man, but you need to get those <laughs> harmonies together so you can have the vocals to project. Yeah,
2: there is a discussion on Twitter not too long ago. I've seen it come up and people got very pissed off because, you know, the church is not always the best. I mean, it's usually like the center of a lot of black communities, which I think it is in this movie. Like they kind of put a lot of like, you know, if the church goes away, then like this neighborhood is going to be
1: yeah more of a hot mess is. than it already yeah. is
2: <laughs> and um like it is like the biggest like you know the big you know because they don't have a youth center anymore they close the youth center and so I was like where else would you go but like the church i guess in this or, like in this community but yeah a lot and- of people were like not happy about that but then you have like singers who can't sing they cannot sing the writing is good sometimes but then Where are the vocals? <laughs> yeah. But you know, hey, that's like a once in a lifetime voice, I think. And we were lucky to have Whitney when we had her. Yeah. So and
1: we still got a few singers that have those vocals. Like we do. We have Jasmine Sullivan. We have Amber Riley. We still have J hud even though you know she she project. We got Fannie Mae. We- sing down, sing. Jennifer Hester
2: can sing to your church and mine <laughs> from Ohio to Dallas. <laughs> she can. She Hear can. her clear as day. <laughs> Fantasia. Fantasia is one of those too. I feel like yes. she was a singer in the church. But yeah, I mean – Things have changed. Most people are like, uh-uh, not the church for me. <laughs>
1: so, and I, I understand. And I don't I disagree,
2: think, but also I'm like, dang, can y'all go like sneak into like a like a choir session? Like, yeah, just... Uh,
1: if you gotta, you gotta sacrifice to the wicked man, then just go. <laughs> like, just gotta sacrifice to the wicked man sometime. Okay. <laughs> do what makes you comfortable. Do
2: what you gotta do. To hit those notes, <laughs> so um, yeah, so I guess we could talk about some of the well, I guess as we're going across like the movie, you're talking about the movie, because um, we've really basically hit the plot already, uh, but we can talk about a little of the similar similarities and differences because I think this movie is slightly longer because there are several side plots, um, there's a lot more characters that have been added. Where, as, like, in the original, there was, like, maybe, like, five main characters. So, really, like, three. But, like, there's some other ones. But this one has, like, the addition of, like, Jennifer Lewis as, like, Whitney Houston's mother. Which, um, why? Jennifer
1: Lewis is, like, 35, playing somebody's mom.
2: Was she really? How old is Jennifer Lewis?
1: Jennifer Lewis is not that old. She's not, but she's been playing mothers for a long time. If that, right now.
2: She has been playing mothers for a long time. Because remember, was
1: she Hakeem's mother? She was Hakeem's mother. She was Angela Bassett's mother. And what's love got to do with it? That's she's crazy. just 64 years old. I think she's just got that
2: old-timey, like, way of speaking. Because she's only 64. So, In she, 1996? Yeah. She was born in 1957. So, she's actually a little bit younger than Denzel. I think Denzel she was
1: 39 was. years old.
2: Denzel is like 66 straight, I think, um, when I last looked. So, um, yeah, but she's got that way of speaking. Oh, she was Tony's mother. Remember, she was Tony's mother and girlfriends? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But Denzel you was 19- me,
1: like trying to like level Tony, get Tony back to earth.
2: Yeah, but you know, Tony was ashamed of her. And her also, she was like an alcoholic, so Tony was very ashamed of her. Uh yeah, so Denzel Washington was born in nineteen fifty four and she is actually gonna turn sixty seven this year, which is insane. And she was uh Jennifer Lewis was born in nineteen fifty seven. Um uh, but she you know, she's kinda of got that big sort of way of like speaking that I feel like it just lends her to be like more of like a motherly type. Like I can't ever think of Jennifer Lewis as being like, I don't know what to do in the situation <laughs> kind of
1: thing. Yeah. Like she is somebody you would seek guidance from. Like if I had a mentor, it would be her because I yeah. know she would get me together. She would cuss me out, which I would love. If Jennifer Lewis, if you ever listen to this, if you ever want to cuss me out and get my life together, please,
2: please, please come on the show, it. Jennifer Lewis. I don't know what yes. we'd say <laughs> other than I, just like we love you so much.
1: We did. You could cuss us out anytime.
2: Oh yeah, no, it would feel just like any old like aunties <laughs> cussing <you> out. <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah, it is weird because I
1: think she was probably barely older than Whitney Houston. Yeah, like she was just she wasn't even forty; she was just like thirty, like in her late thirties. Yeah, and she's playing somebody a whole ass adult's mom. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> she just got that vibe. Like, she's I'm looking at her filmography now, and just like so many of these are like aunt.
1: Yes, because she was Will's aunt on Fresh Prince.
2: Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, she plays a lot of aunts. She plays a lot of, like, mothers.
1: Protesters. Which I don't ever think
2: anybody ever tries to make her look like a homely mother. I think she's just, like... She's, like, the aunt that, you know, she goes off and she's, like, traveling around the world. And she's got stories to tell you for days. Um, but it is kind of weird. <laughs> they made it. Um, and, of course, she's, a, like, a legend of, like, stage, too. Apparently... I didn't realize this, and I don't know why I never realized this, but, like, she knew Loretta Devine from Broadway, um, and she also knew, like, I think they would, like, all cross paths a lot, like her and, like, Gregory Hines, too, and um, and possibly Denzel, because I know Denzel's from New York, but, like, Jennifer Lewis said, like, I watched this behind-the-scenes thing from, like, Entertainment Weekly, <laughs> which is on YouTube if you feel like watching it. Uh, it's like 20 minutes So um, yeah was, they were, Loretta, I think it was Loretta Divine actually said That she, they would like cross paths um, Like auditioning For roles and stuff so that was kind of Cool because I was like oh could you imagine Like you were all struggling and then y'all Like years later Are making like This like family movie for like With like some of like the biggest stars in the world
1: Yeah like
2: That's, that's insane
1: Especially like with one of the biggest pop stars ever on the planet at that time.
2: Yeah, and also Whitney was playing $10 million to be in this movie, which made her I think the mo- like the highest black actress, highest paid black actress at the time. $10 million is a lot of money. Like, I know they're bitching about <laughs> about Leonardo DiCaprio and-, and what's her name? Jennifer? Uh, whatever. You know. Yeah. Katniss yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) she getting paid less than him but she's also not star I don't know what the whole thing is like I don't know I guess he got paid 53 million dollars and she got paid 30 million and everybody's like girl you (laughs) it's
1: a lot of money (laughs) at the same time like honestly if you think about this conversation are you going to see a film for Leonardo DiCaprio or noted white racist Jennifer uh, Lawrence like you almost called a (laughs) <laughs> like that that's that's the conversation you have like that's yeah it i think is. people forgot about that whole finger wagging thing
2: she did to that guy who could like barely like his english was like his second language or something like he could speak mm-hmm. english but he's like it wasn't his first language so he kind of like would trip up a bit and she tried to scold him in that sort of white girl boss way that
1: people Among, have adopted like, all now. the other like racist stuff that she's done
2: I haven't even kept track because I actually don't follow anything she's ever... Doing.
1: It's like, so, so, like... No, we don't even have to go through it. Yeah, I'm not. But, like, <laughs> who who are you going to see a film for? Like, first of all, you're probably not going to go see it. But, like, you are going to see it for A Netflix him. movie, I think. Oh. I think. <laughs> well, you're probably going to watch it if it's on Netflix. You're probably going to watch cause it because you ain't got shit else to do. You ain't <laughs>
2: got shit else to do. <laughs> you want to hide from your family, you ain't got shit else to do. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't follow her career. But that's the conversation that's being had. But apparently, like, Whitney Houston was paid a lot of money to be in this film. Um, I'm not really sure what everybody else is paid. But, yeah, it's kind of cool to see all these actors that, like, you know, these are, like, I mean, obviously Whitney, queen of everything. Denzel was hugely popular um, after, like, doing... I don't know, he did like Glory and he did Malcolm X and he I forgot what other movie they Philadelphia. had.
1: Philadelphia.
2: Philadelphia, and there was one, what was it? Some courage of some The Mighty Queen. No, not the Mighty Quinn. Uh don't forget the
1: Mighty Queen. Well, I'm gonna
2: forget the Mighty. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am purposely forgetting the Mighty Quinn. No, um, I cannot remember what the movie is. But it's like, yeah, he was very popular. Um, watch anything from the nineties, and they somebody will mention Denzel, um, and maybe give like a little shiver.
1: Talk to aunties about it.
2: That's oh, Courage mm-hmm. Under Fire. I think they came out the same year. It was very popular movie. I've never seen it, but um, yeah, he was pretty much like the dude, <laughs> like one of the probably the more popular black actors ever.
1: Like, we're talking about him now. Like, I literally just called him a sexy angel, and I don't even like his movies. I like, um, I like
2: Training Day. And I have I mean, every I think everybody in this planet I've seen Remember the Titans. I mean, if you were like me, you went to a school where the teachers were fed up, and they just would, like, wheel in the TV, and be like, here. So I ended up watching Remember the Titans at least three times that year. <laughs> <laughs> so, at least three times in sixth grade, like the teacher was like, I, I don't know what to do with y'all, but yeah. Um, I feel like somebody asked us to do training day.
1: Um, what I guess I don't, know. I don't remember I've, what movie I've, they told us to do. I never finished
2: it. I never remember which movie they told us to watch it with, but yeah, that'll be an interesting <laughs> if we ever do it. That'd be an interesting thing. To. To review on this show,
1: me saying that like I'm not a fan of Denzel Washington's fil- films doesn't mean that I don't think that he's not a good actor because like he's a great actor. I think he's among one of the greatest actors ever because like when watching the Preacher's Wife and watching the Bishop's Wife, I was like, yeah, Cary Grant, Denzel, that line makes absolute sense from the 40s to the 90s. If we're updating this film, that makes sense. Like you're going to get one of the most charming, um, handsome, charismatic mm-hmm. actors of the day to be this angel that a person has prayed for to come destroy your family. So <laughs> you get intense at Washington. So yeah, it makes sense.
2: Yeah, and he said that it was harder to do like more comedic role cuz he just like wasn't really used to it um because of everything else he'd been doing like everything else he's really known for is like some pretty pretty dramatic like he's like premier dramatic actor um which I wonder if Macbeth is going to be good everybody says it is and I've never actually watched Macbeth before like any versions of Macbeth or read Macbeth so I wonder how that's going to go cuz that's coming out The same day this other movie's coming out. (laughs) This Journal for Jordan is coming Um, out. So it should be interesting. Um, But yeah, let's get into the movie. Um, This has a classic 90s trope, which is having the young, um, like, below 10-year-old actor (laughs) narrate. I was ready for Jeremiah. Uh, Jeremiah was like, I don't know how old he was. Do you know, side note, do you know? I googled what he'd been doing just because I was just interested because I was like, I don't never seen this kid because this kid was like, I have a three picture deal with Disney, (laughs) and I was like, okay, little baby, (laughs) tell them your contract. Um, So he did like a couple other movies like I think he did like Music of the Heart and like something else, but um, he doesn't act anymore. He went to Carnegie Mellon University, which he earned a degree in communication design, which is what I do, which is graphic design. And actually we think we graduated the same year, <laughs> about the oh, same time. Okay. He he was the first designer hired by Pinterest. Okay. So I did not know that. <laughs> Learned Look some things. You. So I'm sure he's on product design Twitter talking about, you know, How to design good products and stuff. I don't know if he still works there, but like, whoa, (laughs) history making. Uh, So yeah, he narrates like this opening. I cannot tell you what he said.
1: (laughs) He was just like, "I'm gonna pray for my mommy and daddy." Like he was, he was like like that it was like I, oh um, my mommy my daddy's a preacher it's like and we need help because my daddy be at work all the time and my mommy she lonely <laughs> I'm like, um tell all my, their business don't don't let be tell i know god here and see everything but maybe not tell god that you're supposed to talk to god like a friend so he's telling you all the all the tea <laughs> he's giving you
2: the play by play he said things in this house are now good <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but it's, things in this house are not good. <laughs> My friend Hakeem is gonna get taken away by social services. Yeah, like, it's uh, like,
1: oh, that was okay, a new addition. Right. Yeah, because Debbie ain't had friends. <laughs> Debbie didn't have nothing. <laughs> Debbie had a snowball fight.
2: Did she? I don't even know she had. I saw that child once, and I was like, okay. And then they mentioned her again, and I was like, I ain't seen this kid since <laughs> like
1: an hour. <laughs> Hey. They were like, Oh, to I want to say goodnight to Debbie. And she was out.
2: They said I wanna say oh like the one uh what is it like the the um the character what is the brother or something from Family
1: Matters? Um like in uh Happy Days, the one that went upstairs. Oh yeah. But I thought there was one in Family Matters too when I just said Oh him the sister? Oh Judy. yeah, sister. Was it a sister? Yeah, she she did the same thing. She disappeared.
2: Yeah. yeah, they turned upstairs on one episode and they just never came back downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's what kind of what happened with Debbie. I don't really know because we didn't really see her. But like, I mean, they were basically like, "Here, stay in a child's place over here, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> have fun over here." But yeah, Jeremiah is like, everything is crap. I mean, not like that. He's a he's a sweet boy. Like you know, but he going through it because they have his friend Hakeem. Like I said, is going um to be put in social services because his grandma or somebody can't take care of him. Um, and like. You know, Jeremiah's like, I don't know what to do, I'm just gonna pray. And then the pastor who we have not mentioned is played by Courtney B. Vance. um, Mm -hmm. also a legend.
1: Courtney B. Vance, let me say, is also a great actor. However, oh my god. Great actor. What are you about to say? What are you about to say? Great actor. However, I am no Angela Bassett. (laughs) <laughs> if the Lord sent a sexy angel Oh, you were going to leave him? <laughs> to me. Wow. If the Lord sent a Dizel Washington-looking angel to me in my household, you see, I am leaving to deduce it. Wow. Because I am no Angela Bassett. You're like, I, I am a gonna, mere I, woman. Let me grab with both hands this opportunity. <laughs> I'm a mere woman. A mere trifling woman. <laughs> <And> <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. The Lord deemed it. The Lord deemed it. The Lord sent down that angel. The Lord sent down sexy Denzel angel for
2: specifically, me. Specifically. Specifically. Mm-hmm. That angel. mm
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the, yeah. the Lord deemed it. I
2: mean, like, I like Cordy V Vance. I'm not like a s- super um. I guess like boned up on his filmography I do know that he was on the stage um and he has been no excuse me nominated for um at least three Tony Awards and one one um he's also been on TV um I didn't realize he was in the people versus OJ Simpson because I still have not watched that um, and he was also um
1: in lovecraft country yeah he won
2: he, to win. he won a emmy for that one which i they call i guess he was a guest actor that was that was the worst bait and switch because i was like oh god okay cool i like courtney b vance let's watch this It's gonna be some hygiene <laughs> they was like Whoop, no you and don't. they snatched that rug right out from under me
1: <laughs> they was like just playing, y'all that's so dark-sided that whole show is fucked
2: up oh my god if we ever talk about it lord <laughs> <laughs> i swear to god i swear to god because <laughs> i've never
1: been so upset
2: <laughs> with a television program before
1: girl fuck that show <laughs> every time we mention it it's just like fuck yeah, it, yeah. Especially after that stuff
2: after Michael K. Williams died, and they were like, we were supposed to have a therapist on set, and we never did.
1: They promised us one, and then they didn't deliver, and we were left to our on our own. And everybody else was hot. Ha- like, everybody else was traumatized. And now we know that. Like that was just,
2: fucked up. We were supposed to have one, but we didn't get a season two, so they just said no. And I'm like, as much money as HBO makes yearly. I would think that they could at least provide one anyway. <laughs> like, what on earth? Whatever. It's awful. It's dark sided. Um, so uh, like we said before, Whitney is the lead singer of the choir. Of course, she's amazing. Fantastic. Um, Courtney B. Vance is the preacher in question. Um, I think his name is Henry Biggs. This is the Biggs family. Mm-hmm. This is and this is- don't even. Don't even. I'm
1: sorry. Don't even. That was also dark sided.
2: Not here. You're talking about the Lord, <laughs> man. Ah, uh, so, yeah. So the preacher, he's stressed. Preacher Henry is stressed. Um, I think mainly. I mean, he's got a lot going on. So the church is janky. Not the church itself, but like it needs repairs. You know, it's an old church. Um, the boiler, as we see later on in one scene, is like held together by like tape and spit. <laughs> Cause it actually like completely um like breaks down during a choir practice where you have smoke pouring into the <laughs> into the into the sanctuary, into the practice rooms, like during like freaking um Bible study where like you had the babies over there in the youth ministry. <laughs> and I was like, oh this church is down bad. Um They also have, uh, like we said, Jennifer Lewis is there. She's supposed to be uh, staying with the family um, just to help out and take care of Jeremiah. Uh, Jeremiah, who is once again too grown for his own good, says that uh, people say that uh, her mother needs a man. Her name is her mother's name is Marguerite. Apparently she needs a man. Which is. Sir. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Why are you putting her out like this? Oh, six years old, however old you are. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Winnie's father, who's not present, he died. He was the original preacher of the church. Um, and so that's another thing that the pastor has to live up to is that he is not as good as uh the former preacher. Um, And he's trying to like live up to this name. And of course, everything is going wrong, especially since this is all happening like the week before Christmas. So like everything is just a little bit heightened, a little bit more stressful because it is like equally the best and worst season, (laughs) the best time and the worst time of the year. Yeah, like
1: they got so, so, so much going on.
2: Yeah, this is like, um, I guess you would say like Henry Biggs in the very, very what is it that that book title? No No good, very very bad
1: day.
2: Yeah, a week, very bad day. Month. (laughs) Everything is awful, Um, and so on top of everything, you have Gregory Hines, which I did not remember his character at all.
1: (laughs) I didn't either. Like I just remember one key point in this whole
2: film. Yeah, I just remember Whitney and Denzel. Yeah, and they were gonna fall I, in love, I, yeah. And they didn't the kiss
1: and
2: Yeah, and I was like, "Excuse me, <laughs> he's leaving." I cried. <laughs> I was like I was like seven years old I woke up in the middle of the night because like I think I was like asleep in my grandmother's room my grandmother snored and um so she woke me up out of my sleep and I was like oh my god what's going on and this movie is on because she also sleeps with like a television on which like oh my god um <laughs> I don't know how I got any sleep as a child and uh this movie was on and I think I watched like the last half of it and this is like the 90s so um I did not know what this was <laughs> there was no rewinding the movie So I remember watching this and being like, oh my god, this is so cute. Like, they're gonna fall in love. Like, he's so good-looking. Like, of course, Wendy Houston. Like, oh my god. And then he starts walking off. Like, we're going to the end of the movie, but like, he starts walking off, and I was like, wait. There are some things that in this movie that were promised to me that are not happening.
1: (laughs) They're not being fulfilled at the end of this. Yeah, like, this, I've I've only seen this movie one time before, watching it for the show, and I... I literally thought that Whitney left her husband for Denzel, <laughs> <laughs> and they did not have a baby. Like Jeremiah did not exist.
2: Yeah, I don't remember Jeremiah at all. I don't remember anything about Hakeem. I don't remember Jennifer Lewis being there either, or Loretta Divine. I just saw them like two and the Cordy B vans being all like flustered, like stop talking to my wife, get yes. away from me.
1: And uh... <laughs> they went, they went ice skating. They fell in love, and they bounced.
2: Yeah, and that's, I know, I remember them not remembering him anymore. And I was like, wait, you're not serious. <laughs> Devastation does not begin to even describe how I felt. <laughs> I, was, I was crying, and I do like, three in the morning. I was heartbroken. So I don't think I've seen this until, like, in full, until, like, you know a couple of days ago when i watched this and i was like wow i missed a whole lot so um gregory Hines is a developer a real estate developer named um i don't actually know his first name but his name is hamilton he's referred to as hamilton and um he is gentrifying this neighborhood uh,
1: mm-hmm. that's the best it way to be, say it be your own sometimes
2: yeah it really do be your own if you're in the you know if you're one of those people that like go online talk about how they you flip this house in the hood and it went from like a $30,000 house to like a $100,000 house, and you expect people in the hood to still be able to purchase said house. You're a gentrifier. Mm-hmm. You could absolutely be a person of color and be a gentrifier. You can absolutely be a black gentrifier. And a lot of people, um, if you really dig down just like a hint, you know, they will spout gentrifier talking points and beliefs, and um, just because you are not white does not mean that you can't do the same thing to your neighborhood.
1: You could cause harm in your home home, though.
2: You absolutely can. Um, And so he is currently turning down the youth center, which is causing Henry a lot of stress because all these kids suddenly don't really have anywhere to hang out, and um, also he wants to build like a giant new church and like but he wants to move the church so like the church wouldn't be there they would basically replace this whole neighborhood with like upscale luxury condominium which every time you hear luxury girl that's the sign (laughs) but uh like luxury condominiums or luxury apartments with like tennis courts and like a security um, gate So, like, nobody can come in unless you go through, like, the security guard at the front. So, like, this is, like, a gated community that you want to, like, put in the middle of, like, whatever neighborhood this is in New York City. Um, and people are just kind of like, what the fuck? But also, like, there are some people who are caving and kind of being interested in it. Oh, notably, some of his, bi- uh, not his bishops, but, like, some of his deacons. <laughs> like, it really do be your own. Because mm-hmm. he was like, what? y'all here doing y'all taking meetings we mm-hmm. Me taking eating meetings? snacks eating the snacks i don't know this actor's name and i apologize
1: all i know is what he the... was in go to america he says he's your Queen." yes <laughs> his
2: his like he drives a um he drives like a like a charter bus or something not a charter bus but like one of those like little small buses around. It's kind of like a pre, kind of like Uber thing or whether I don't think it costs money, really, or if it does, it doesn't cost a lot of money. But a lot, you see a lot of people, like, using his his sort of, like, busing service to get around. Um, I think, oh, his name is Paul Bates. I don't really have a good filmography, but like Brittany said, he's, everybody knows. <laughs> if you've watched Coming to America, you know who this is. He's
1: <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also another uh cast member from Coming to America is also in the film. Who? Um Lisa McDowell? Oh yeah, she plays, she plays a um
2: she like plays a lawyer. Yeah, she's like a public defender. Mm-hmm. Uh so at one point um one of the neighborhood kids is uh, arrested. Um, he is wrongfully accused of robbing like a liquor store or some like convenience store. And of course the guy sees, <laughs> the owner of the store sees these men drive off in a car. So they're gone. But he suddenly catches sight of, of this poor kid sitting there or standing there. Cause he had just been like walking and minding his business. Like his mother had sent him out for like an errand or something. And he was like, that's the guy. That's one of them that he did it. And like he had just been standing there. And so, of course, he's like wrongfully accused. So it's another new um, plot point in this movie. And um, uh, Pastor Biggs does not actually like partially does not believe him because he had got in trouble before and he was on probation. So he Mm -hmm. kind of doesn't like he's losing his faith in like a lot of different ways. Um, but like the main problem is, is that he is not really paying attention to his wife and to Jeremiah. He does not know anything about this stuff. Do- I mean, he, I think he knows it, but it's not like going in like, it's like going in one one ear and coming out the other. Cause like, I feel like he knows about Hakeem, um, being taken away, but like nobody's offering any solutions. Nobody's saying, Hey, we'll take the baby <laughs> or something like that. Uh, he's just got like a lot going on, and Julia's kind of like, um, I mean, this is like a church movie. <laughs>
1: so, I feel like this is other movie. She's like, you ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, like if this is if this is updated, if this was waiting to exhale, be cussed out, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, if this is waiting to exhale, he'd be
1: cussed out. But this is not waiting to exhale. <laughs> this is a holiday Christian movie for all audiences. Yeah.
2: And so, um, so it's nicely you know, it's no like swearing or anything really. No. Um, so while all this has happened, uh uh Henry is praying and uh I don't even like they do it a lot different in the beginning, because like a Gary Grant just comes out of nowhere and says walking with him and he's like, I'm here to fix your problem. He's <laughs> you just probably up on
1: the bitch like whoop. <laughs> This one. In the house, not even in the church.
2: He's just in their home. Yeah, he like just starts walking thing. him. He's like, "I'm here to assist you, and I'm an angel."
1: And they're like, "What?" He's yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm an angel. The Lord sent me down, and I'm here to just help you with your problems." Yeah, you got a lot of problems. Let's
2: fix them. And um you know, Bishop Henry's like, uh, "Girl, get away from me." And then this one, he's also like, uh, "Please." Get away from me because I think he assumes he's homeless because he knocks on his window and he's like, Hey, I'm Dudley. I'm here to help your problem. You prayed and I'm here. <laughs> and he was like, No. And he's like, Uh
1: uh-uh, uh. Uh uh. You, mm. you got to go on with that.
2: No, I'm not here. Not whatever you're selling, whatever you need, please get away from me. Which I'm like, You're a pastor. Come on. <laughs> you're supposed
1: to help all men, dog.
2: Yeah, but, um. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think at one point his car won't start and then Dudley makes his car start.
1: Yeah. He was like,
2: oh, you think you did that? And, I'll, and he's like, yeah, I did. I've been sent by the man upstairs. Like, he's like, who sent you? And he's like, him, like, capital H, capital E. And I'm like, you know, G. Like,
1: so
2: you know, geez. You know the lower, my homeboy. You know, God. Yeah. Homies. And another big difference here is, like, Carrie Grant's character has been on Earth several times because at one point he was like, I was I was in Paris doing a lot of work. And I was like, now this just happened. Like, this is like two years after World War Two ended. So I was like, are you saying that you <laughs> what? were helping, were you liberating people or were like people dying? Like, what? <laughs> like,
1: um, they, they didn't clarify that. They did the that clarify.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that sounds a little dark side. I don't know what's going on. like were you snatching souls please don't tell me no more I hope you were just liberating people because what (laughs) I don't know about like the whole timeline of like you know the siege of Paris and things but like I hope it was a happy occasion (laughs) (laughs) because that sounds really dark um but Dudley has never been to earth before and actually this one's a little dark too because he was kind of like
1: like he died and went yeah. to heaven and became an angel? Yeah. It, it seems like he was a person that became... Like, he was a person who died... Like, he was a person and not necessarily, like, God's, like... You know how, like... His crew. They have this scene where people die and become angels and not, you not, like, created in heaven as an angel?
2: You know? Yeah. That? I think it's, like, a nice... It makes people feel good because I don't think that's how like originally that's how that's supposed to work
1: but like it's more of a thing where he died and was an angel rather than a OG OG angel you know yeah he's not like
2: like Gabriel or somebody you know or
1: you know he's not like Michael
2: this is not like Constantine he's not like Peter he's he's not like Constantine's (laughs) angel where (laughs) where Tilda Swin came down and was like I don't like how God likes all of you you nasty humans I'm going to smite you all (laughs) this is a happy angel
1: yeah, because he was fucking up that pizza. Like, Oh my god, I was like, oh, Denzel eating this pizza, wait a minute. He got to earth and was like, ooh, pizza. He was eating everything, bruh. Yeah, he was eating pizza. He was eating a hot dog. Or Pepsi or Mountain he was, Dew. He was drinking Mountain Dew. It was Mountain Dew.
2: Was it Mountain Dew, I thought it was a Coke.
1: It, in my heart, oh god. it was a Mountain Dew. That's the only thing you drink with pizza, so. Ew. <laughs> You got to get charged up. Mm. If you got to destroy a family, you mm. dream mom too.
2: You got to spaz the hell out <laughs> of me? You got to like, be I will fight any one
1: of you. No. You got to be wired. You got to be running on all cylinders. Mm. You got to be mm. aware of mm. your surroundings. Mm. <laughs> you got to
2: be l- tweaking, bro. <laughs> you got to love yourself and don't touch that radioactive liquid. Yeah, you I mean, tweaking. Mm, yeah, that's really, I mean, if you want to bounce around, <laughs> it really is just twe- Last time I had Mountain Dew, I thought I was going to jump out a window. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, was, I was really serious because I was in a very boring meeting and I was up on like the 20th floor and I was like, you know, if this window was open, I would jump out of it. That's
1: I mean, I that's the best, that's how you drink
2: Mountain Dew, honestly. Yeah, I was definitely shaking for the rest of the meeting. So, um, <laughs> um so deadly is eating everything he's also kind of like talking to people and people like get away from me or whatever and you know he's very like he's very charismatic but like he's also kind of doing a lot um he got the are
1: off a little bit
2: yeah and he's also shaking people's hands so this is like kind of i don't really know if they really did this in the last movie but like he's got kind of this magical handshake that kind of feels like what do you say he feels like springtime like you know where he like will shake your hand and because people were be, like freaking out like you're the guy because this is the, we didn't even talk about how he dropped in the scene. <laughs> he dropped in on uh, Jeremiah and Haiki making snow angels, and he just like popped like fell from the sky and like plopped down in the middle of them <laughs> making snow angels and they were screaming their heads off, talking about it's a real snowman. Mom, come get me! <laughs> like freaking out and um. And he like is just <laughs> I can't believe they did like <laughs> it's such a ridiculous scene. But he kind of like calms people down with his handshake.
1: Yeah, because he his his vibe is <laughs> like a it's like a golden retriever a
2: little. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Elf of like what's his face in Elf, which is a yeah, movie I, I don't fuck with, but. um
1: Oh, I love Buddy. I know. Because Buddy
2: would drink my I know you've told me and I'm always like, well, <laughs> I just hate, I don't really like fish out of water stories that much. And I think that's probably what it is. Um, and that's like the mm-hmm. ultimate fish out of water story because he's it so is. happy about Christmas and everybody's like, shut up. We're, we're fucking elves. It's a mall. <laughs> like,
1: this sucks.
2: We hate these children.
1: <laughs> like, I hate Christmas, but I love elves, which I don't understand myself.
2: I love Christmas because I like gifts. I like seeing my family, but I also like gifts. This is like high gift giving time. I also like decorations and stuff. I like snow, like when it's pretty. So, this is why I love, like, that's, I had a lot of good memories when I was younger of Christmas. As I've gotten older, it's become less of a fun activity. (laughs) But, um,. Yeah, I don't really usually vibe to most Christmas movies. And most of the movies we've done on this show have been, like, kind of your off-kilter Christmas set movies. Yeah. um, Where they're not necessarily about the meaning of Christmas. It's just literally just Christmas time. And there's a terrorist attack
1: (laughs) or something like that. (laughs) Or, like, it's Christmas and we're going to a rave.
2: Yeah, and we need to get some drugs. Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm that's how you would i mean how else (laughs) do you expect me to celebrate the holiday (laughs) uh so um but yeah so this magic handshake kind of calms people down um we also have uh loretta divine is i forgot her name suddenly what is Loretta divine's character's name beverly so loretta divine's character is beverly who is the preacher's um secretary and Dudley comes and introduces himself as his assistant as uh Reverend Biggs' assistant and uh she starts slipping out because <laughs> she was like I like she's not
1: really that great at the job because she can't type well she makes mistakes and errors um and she she needs a job because money she, she kids.
2: has three kids yeah a lot of people just seem to have like randomly have like three
1: kids <laughs> in this movie yeah and then Dudley shows up and she's like oh fuck
2: yeah I mean she's kind of like I don't like are you trying to take my job and he's like no 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 like it's fine like I'm just gonna um he ends up giving her like the day off to like go do Christmas shopping and stuff which is like a lot of times in this movie, Dudley comes in, people are freaked out, and then he does something really nice for them, and they're like, oh,
1: okay. I <laughs> oh, that. sweet. Thank you.
2: Like, you know, giving somebody like the time off during Christmas shopping time to go actually Christmas shop. Um, and also, uh, Marguerite, a.k.a. Jennifer Lewis, is like, damn, that man is fine. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Just right off the bat.
2: Yeah, of course, which is like literally every woman in the 90s would be like, wow, that is a very good looking man. I'm suddenly compelled to stare very hard.
1: at him. I just think she like everybody else is quiet about it, but she's just like, mm. of course, me. let me Lewis. speak up. It's Jennifer Lewis
2: and she's not supposed to be smoking in the house, but she is. That's another part of her characterization. And she's nosy, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know. It almost seems like she's like, leave your husband for him. <laughs> for for this man that just showed up, but then later on she's kind of like, "Uh, I think you're trying to break up my daughter's marriage," and all like that. Mm-hmm. But she has second like, Initially she was like, "Well, look at this Chris's present that's been dropped down <laughs> from God knows where." Um, also, the I forgot the part where like this is another Dudley thing because he's so like oh my god I've been waiting so long to come back to Earth. I'm only like 30 years. I guess he's been dead since like the 60s. <laughs> um, where he's like I've been waiting to come back home and there's like a long line of people and blah blah blah. And so he like at one point he sniffs Doretta Divine's hair, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like. What do you say you said? I haven't smelled the woman in such a long time. I was like, if he was not an angel and if he was not Denzel Washington, everything about this would be awful.
1: Like, you just can't do that, Dudley. Like, I understand you're a sexy angel, but, sir, like, ugh. Like, what if mm-hmm. he had,
2: like, um, like um, in True Blood where they had glamoring powers and stuff? Like, what did he. <laughs> that would be so bad. This is a dangerous combination. Mm mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> I, mean, I guess that's what the handshake springtime is.
1: Springtime
2: Yeah, the springtime gain. You know what I think of like gain like laundry detergent? Mm. Like the powerful scent of gain.
1: Or like that, that lady with the pine saw.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> the pine saw lady. I've never I don't know if I've ever smelled pine saw. It makes it sound good it would be good, but no, you know. As far as they go with those commercials, it probably smells awful. Mm.
1: I just like OG Pine Salt
2: sometimes. Don't you use that on wood floors? You do. What that's you why. Clean
1: with
2: it? I don't know. Oh, okay. Cause we you could have... get
1: crazy with Pine Salt. Don't ask me. Winnie's
2: going to go and huff as being a of Pine Salt. It's just like shaking Denzel Washington's hand. <laughs> and that's how you celebrate Christmas. <laughs>
1: a great just a great episode <laughs> yeah just everybody just go grab me some pine salt. take that's a big whiff Den, that's denzel yeah that's denzel that's i bet denzel. he smells
2: great i bet you he smells amazing i bet he do yeah of course that's a good looking man like that i mean duh. if y'all Denzel, <laughs> if you ever smelled denzel washington particularly in his prime tell us what that was like we have your aunties right in yeah if you were an auntie of a certain age, tell us not an auntie like a like a new like a like a new generation auntie but like an auntie you know also speaking of aunties, everybody had the auntie French roll hair, yeah, I was like dang, this takes me back bruh.
1: <laughs> with the, with the curls and oh man fantastic this, this
2: bruh. is
1: nineteen
2: ninety six Fantastic. A a wonderful time.
1: We will not be getting times like this back, bruh. Uh, no. you can smell like the hot the like hot like the the clickety clack curling irons the pump oh. it up to yeah. hold everything in place. Mm. Yeah. The little sizzle. A little sizzle by your earlobe, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: That's the stuff that makes you uh that builds character. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why that's why everybody's a flop now cuz i haven't had their <laughs> their edges burnt off. Hmm. <laughs> you really like you're your mom, you're like it was always my great grandma did my hair, but like she'd always go over like more than once and i was like, "Okay." Really, you just hear it It's straight. Even if it wasn't straight, like, please, i shouldn't be able to hear that.
1: <laughs> so
2: we should come back to um to Gregory Hines. So um, Henry is supposed to be meeting with him, with Hamilton. I think his name is Joe Hamilton. Sorry. But, um, because he's got so much going on with this church and he's like, how are we going to pay for it? So he's going to Hamilton, which of course he discovers that some of his deacons are also, um, going to Hamilton to meet with them. And Hamilton busts out like this big old model of this beautiful church, um which is so funny Dudley was like I'm gonna come in and Henry is like uh no you don't because he's got Dudley's got the set of rules that he's like he can't make him do anything he doesn't want to do and some other stuff and like the biggest one is like once his job is done they'll forget him forever and stuff like that um so Dudley actually doesn't stay he ends up hanging out with Julia <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh the meeting is like he's you know he's like basically, Hamilton's promising him that he can like redo this church and give him broadcast um, capabilities, and like you know, so he can like put his sermon on TV and and he can have like a daycare center. Which the daycare center was outside? Was it outside or was it? It was, was like they, a where you pull up like a dollhouse kind of thing. Yeah, it
1: was like a it was like a walkway into like a senior center and a daycare center.
2: Yeah, so he's got all this stuff that they probably need because, like, if you have ever been to like an old church, them rooms are always a hot mess. <laughs> the sanctuary is usually kept like as nice as possible, and then the rooms be kind of kind of a mess. So, um, and I I don't even know if they actually have anything for like seniors. I know they have a, like a little small daycare center that like Beverly was working in at one point, but like he just needs a lot of work. Um, but there's also like. I don't know where they wanted to move this church, but I don't think anybody was really catching on to the fact that you would have to travel a distance to go to church. And eventually, like, I mean, some people will travel great distances. I know plenty of people who drive all the way down, to um like Highway 20 or whatever to go to uh TD Jakes's church. Is it Highway Twenty? I can't remember. It's very far. I've only been there once and it was a long drive. It was at least an hour from where I live. So uh, people will do that, but like not everybody will do that. And not everybody has the means to do that. Especially if you got like three kids, you got a cart around.
1: To- you gotta wake up earlier, you gotta get traffic. It it it's not it's not sustainable for that particular community. Like St. Matthew's, their church is in their community. It serves needs of their community. But like when the idea was first pitched to me and to the pastor, I'm thinking, oh, he about to renovate the church in the community. And then later on, you find out that no, he is taking the church away. So he's basically kind of cutting off the heart, like, lifeblood of the community by moving it out of the community. Yeah,
2: it's going to cease to be a community anymore because, like, where are they going to put this church? Who is going to go there? Um, You can have all this stuff, but if you ain't got nobody to come to the church, then it's not going to be a church. And then it becomes one of those things like, oh, we built you this church, but you can't. You're not putting butts in seats. So we're just going to take it away from you. Mm -hmm. Um, So Henry is very, like, You know, I don't know if I should do this. But then, you know, he sees the pressure from like he feels the pressure from like his deacons and like from Hamilton. Because like, how else are you going to pay for this? (laughs) This church needs so much work. Like even just a new boiler is so much money. And they're like, we can replace your boiler right now for you and stuff. And so Henry ends up saying yes, um, which when he comes to tell Julia, Julia is in the middle of lunch with Dudley um, I forget if this is when he reads her palm, which he doesn't really read her palm.
1: <laughs> that was...
2: Ooh. Only Denzel could do that. Don't any of the rest of you try that.
1: <laughs> I, I was like, I know he ain't, but he did. And I was like, okay.
2: Which I think they, they did that in the original too, which he didn't look at her hand either. <laughs> he hold That was the thing in the original movie. He was holding her hand in that restaurant and all these old society women were looking at it like, he's holding her hand. And I was like, ooh, a scandalo. This is scandalous. This is trifling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think people really notice that they no, like that in this movie. But like in that movie, it was like, ooh, I'm telling. Because, you know, all society women have nothing else better to do yeah. than to tell you how to do things. Which, I mean, in this kind of movie, you know, church folk also... also are widely well known for also being messy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know it would have been kind of interesting if somebody had been like, "Girl, now you know you ain't hearing from me." But guess
1: what I seen at
2: the cafe? They say at the cafe, Julia was hugged up in the booth with this man. He was holding he was her fine He was fine too child I don't know what's going on in that house. but sun's going not. Something's not right in the house of the Lord. <laughs> Messy boots. <laughs> my goodness. So messy. My God. <laughs> but yeah, so Henry sells out. Julia's like, uh, what? <laughs> Why would you do that? Um, Like you basically ruined everything. And she also tells him that she will not be singing in this church either. Mm. It's not going to happen. That voice. Yeah, you need girl, don't you ever let nobody else have that voice? <laughs> you might lend her out a little bit, but you mm-hmm. keep that close to the chest. <laughs> like what? Um, and so uh um basically the problem is becomes where like Henry does something, Julia's pissed, Dudley is there to vent to, um, and so of course, um, the big, big mistake is, <laughs> well, before I get to that part, they go to like a, didn't they go to like a, buy like a shop set, like a shop window? And Dudley was like, here, go get that nighty for your husband.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dudley was just doing, Like what? Cause I think in the, in the original was a hat. She bought this ugly ass hat. <laughs> <laughs> Which like in that part Dudley has stared down this old woman Who was going to buy the ugly hat Until he was like actually She was like actually I won't get that Or something like that And I was like girl the hat was ugly <laughs> No one needed the hat But this one he was like oh yeah get the ninety, Fix
1: your marriage Go mm. out dancing Oh child This This dancing scene like Dudley gets ideas in his head and he's like, okay, we, my, my mission, the Lord sent me down to fix this marriage. So I'm going to be like, you know what, Julia? You, you and your husband need to go dancing, boo. So why don't you get a you know, go when we get back home. Why don't you go upstairs, get fine like you already is, and I'm gonna have your husband go take you dancing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just talk to him a little bit. Y'all gonna go out on the town, get your little dance song, you know, throw it back, you know. But you know, yeah, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, you know how it is. Can right? you
2: imagine like, Whitney Houston throwing it back?
1: <laughs> I mean, she she would. She
2: would. She would. She, she wouldn't would let you see it.
1: You no, know, but she would. We she know would. she would. She yeah, would. Whitney's fun. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> his idea to like yeah we're gonna you and your husband are gonna go dance it and he goes home and like yeah I took your wife and your child shopping he was like what the fuck
2: <laughs> every like five minutes in this movie Courtney B. Vance is like I'm going to cuss <laughs> I'm this close to losing it
1: <laughs> he's like you are gonna take your wife dancing so why don't you go get dressed? Put on a nice suit. Get dapper. You know how it is, you know? Yeah. You know, take that little collar off. Loosen up. You know, go shake a leg. Whatever y'all be doing. I don't know.
2: Yeah, what did y'all do in the 90s versus the 1960s? Whenever he got called <laughs> home.
1: <laughs> you know, take your wife dancing. Take her dancing. And I, he's like, I don't have time for that. I cannot do it.
2: Yeah, how somebody about? was in the hospital or something. Like somebody who'd been like, chronically ill was in the hospital so he had to go and see to like you know you go see to the sick and stuff which he's doing his job but like why would you tell him to be like here go take her out yourself (laughs) and no Uh, drinking that's what he said
1: take her out no drinking it's like sir do you want to be cooked like (laughs) why are you why are you setting this up like why are you why are you doing this? Like, opening up your eyes, like, if you stopped
2: and stood in place for about, like, two seconds, you would say, like, this is a, what am I saying? This is a bad idea.
1: Yeah, like. Look at her, look at him. Yeah, and look, like, I'm gonna go stand in the mirror, like,
2: <laughs> and look at-
1: is not ugly. Courtney Vance <laughs> is a very good-looking person. He is not ugly. It's, like. Cute next to gorgeous? Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, if Martin short was standing next to like Martin Short yeah like it's like Martin Short Martin Short was standing next to who anybody finish that oh god (laughs) I was gonna say finish that thought but maybe not (laughs) yeah it's like it's like a Martin Short situation
2: that's a very random name to pick out of a hat
1: yeah or like who else I'll, no, I'm not gonna go there. No. I'm not gonna take you for This is supposed to be up. a happy
2: occasion. This is supposed to be Christmas time. We're supposed to be giving joy to the people, but like. <laughs> I mean, no.
1: there again, I am not Angela Bassett. A few
2: oh, among us is. are Angela Bassett. Yeah, I wish I
1: was. So. Angela right.
2: the Bassett. Angela, we need to do Angela Bassett. Not, well, we've done two, but we need to do another one. I know. I don't know which movie, but we need to pick one. Uh, we need to
1: do an episode of 911. <laughs> we do need to do an episode of 9-1-1. This just, just is the
2: one where the man felt the rollercoaster. Go for it. Oh, man. That, that might be my favorite
1: episode it was the, the the it set the bar that one and it, the guy it, were in I the i wasn't ready it was like an episode of a, it was like final destination i wasn't ready
2: yeah and that one in the one where the guy put his head in the microwave with like a cement and then they jumped in a pool and he almost drowned that one oh, was dark but
1: i missed
2: that one. Oh, it was dark okay, <laughs>
1: i mean like, okay i gotta i,
2: gotta watch I don't it. remember what season that was i was like because that was a real thing that happened. that was like a youtuber ah! thing or something I think they're all
1: real things that have happened, yeah. but that one was like a clearly they, they like... They put the baby in the pipe. They flushed the baby, baby. It's like, I hear a baby in the wall. It's like, that was are the He's like, yes, but it's still episode. a baby in the wall. That was it the was first episode.
2: The they came out swinging. Brian yeah. Murphy, you dark-sided
1: demon. Brian <laughs> Murphy is going to hell, but... <laughs> <laughs> he came with that one, though. <laughs> so, he, he does a little something sometimes.
2: He does, um, unfortunately, and that's why he gets to do things that he shouldn't <laughs> be doing. But <laughs> so, deadly and uh, Julia end up going to this jazz club, um, where I guess like they—I mean, this—I don't know, it's not jazz, jazz, but it's kind of like a little bit upbeat because at first they were like kind of slow dancing, like they were sitting there talking, and she's like drinking tea, and I don't know what he was drinking. And then um he decides to um like he's like oh let's dance and stuff like that so they're dancing but it's like a slow dance at first and she was like i don't know if this is the type of dancing that this this place kind of requires so he's like okay and so he starts doing some moves that i just can't tell you where to go from. <laughs> where it actually made me like wonder i was like wait when did he die again because like <laughs> these dances are bad Yeah, he he, he it was bad and even exactly. like, Julia was just kind of like, "I don't know, like. Whenever, which one do you call that? Like, which what, what dance do you call that? Where did that one come from, mm.
1: sir?" Mm.
2: Um. So, <laughs> and suddenly Lionel Richie was there. Yeah, was it
1: expecting
2: that to pop up? I absolutely was not expecting this at all.
1: And also, I was like, "Does Lionel Richie actually sound like this?" Maybe. Maybe he acted. Maybe that's what uh, really right? like. Hey, Julia. <laughs> I think he was acting like a jazz man.
2: Me and me and Julia is to get down back in the day,
1: <laughs> and I was like, "What is this voice?" I think that's his jazz man
2: voice. Nicole, come get your daddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what
2: is this, Sal? What is this? And I he's think not that's actually his jazz voice. He's not nice to Dudley at all, because I think Dudley tries to shake his hand.
1: No, because Jude first, my my take on it was, oh, Julia back at the spot and her her man ain't there. I see what it is. Oh, she there with somebody else. Okay, that's competition. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I see what this is. Which is
2: raggedy because they still talk about Henry because they all used to hang out there. Hmm. And I was like, uh, uh-uh.
1: uh. <laughs> I think he was doing the temp check to see where they are in the marriage. Boy, like, are y'all separating.
2: Boy, <laughs> what's, like, what's oh, uh, especially since like we find out that that Henry uh, proposed to Whitney. Or Sorry, not Whitney, proposed to Julia in one of the booths at the club. So I was mm-hmm. like, "Sir, you know they married. <laughs> you know they're very married." And um. I don't even know what Lionel Rich's character is in this movie. I don't think it matters. But, like, <laughs> Lionel ends up getting her up, stage, up on stage to perform, which, of course, it's Winnie Houston. Like, duh, girl, she sings down. And um, at home, Henry finally comes back. Jeremiah's there. And Jeremiah, I think, tells Henry about the nightgown. Because Jeremiah was there when they were shopping and at lunch.
1: Say it, kids. Be It is.
2: Yeah, for real. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, did he? Like, are you like what?" <laughs> and so when Dudley and Julia get back, Henry's up in there, sitting there in the dark, like <laughs> like a scorned wife. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I was like, not the surprise. Like, well, hello, Julia.
1: <laughs> I was yeah. like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> did no. y'all have a y'all have a fun yeah, little night out on the town he's
2: pissed cause they went he's like I don't remember what the club was but like they obviously have history there and he's like you she showed you the booth and blah, blah blah and I was like why are you getting so mad like that means he she loves you, you dummy go. like why he was, told you to go he did tell you to go um I think this might also be the time when he was like I see the way my wife looks at you <laughs> I think this is the scene when, like, where Courtney B Vance or Henry was like, "I see the way my wife looks at you," and Dudley was like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, oh, really?" <laughs> like, let me swallow that back. <laughs> let me let me not get too excited. Let me not get too hyped. Mm-hmm. Um. And he's trying to tell him, like, you need to, like, start believing in stuff and also, like, pay attention to things around you. And you're not, like, paying attention to, like, your son's going through it, crying about his best friend is gone, your wife is upset, Uh, the neighbor kid, like, you don't even believe, like, the neighbor kid is actually innocent, do you? Um, so I think that's, like, Henry's first, like, step, is, like, he goes to the courtroom, um he talks to neighbor kid and he's basically kind of like asking him like directly like oh did you do it and the, the kid has not changed his story the entire time so i was like what is the difference between now and when he first told you he
1: just kept saying no i didn't do it like also y'all are literally just sitting in in court like in that in the court in like the lobby of the, the court so I don't think he's gonna say.
2: Yeah, I did it. Yeah, like <laughs> it.
1: It me. It would me. It would me. Like, he's not going to say it because he. Oh, he didn't do it. But also, he's. It wouldn't be wise for him to say he did like, it. Like, why
2: would you even like? I we mean, like, girl. <laughs> no, I didn't do it because would mean he'd be like. I mean, he's on probation, so like violating your probation usually results in like some stricter time, I think, so, like, duh, why would he lie, girl, anyway, (laughs) Henry was pissing me off with this one, but, um, at one point, he's like, I think you need to pray or something like that, and I was like, so you're not gonna help him, but then he goes into the courtroom and starts wiling, I was like, that's not even his trial, like, they're not done with with the other people's trial yet, I don't know if they were bringing in different, like, people that they thought were involved, because I think it's the same guy, like the guy from the owner of the liquor store or owner of the store that was robbed um, because they said basically like all you know is that he was standing there but we have an ATM ticket or something or like some ATM receipt that he had gotten. So they have evidence that like nobody had brought forward or whatever and it's basically like this like guy, I don't know if he was white but like it was just like this guy's word against this other kid who they already expected to be um, lying because he had done something in the past, like two years ago or something. So that one, I don't know if it made me like feel a little heartwarming because I was just like, "Sir, like, I mean, like."
1: But he ends up getting to go home. Yeah, he goes. He gets to go home to his mama, the principal from Sea Guys, <laughs> and she also has a lot of kids. There's a lot of kids. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody has a lot of kids in this movie. Um, she's like, "Let me feed you. Let me put some meat on your bones." She's like, "Are you hungry?" She's like, "No, I'm not." Hungry. She's like, "You hungry? Let's you hungry? Sleep. You eating? Let's eat." <laughs> All right, so this is the big
2: ice skating scene.
1: Oh, sexy ice skating! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think they do some magic, right? Like, or Dudley does some magic to like make her like a better skater. I think so. Or maybe it's the is power where of love. love bro. Maybe it was the power of love, the power, the power of Pine saw <laughs> in his handshake <tie> because <laughs> he's holding her hand and they're skating around. This is like one of those like outdoor. This is like a lake. This is not like an actual like. It's not like Rockefeller Center or something like. This is a frozen over lake, which would terrify me because I also do not like ice skating. But um, you know, when Denzel's holding your hand and guiding you around the around the rink, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Say no. Yeah, even I
1: would say yeah.
2: I mean, you've already said you I would, would say I would let yeah. John
1: David, I would ice skate with John David, dog. What? And that, that's that, where I am. That's, that's where I am. Is that life, where we've right come now? to? I forgot all about
2: John David. That's not I'm, good. I'm at a
1: low point, guys. <laughs>
2: that's really not good that he, that you forget about him so quickly, or I forget about him. So God, hmm. I forgot we did talk about Malcolm and Marie. So no yeah. no reason to go and rehash that. But <laughs> yeah. uh uh they sat poor little Jeremiah down because I guess he was tired or something. Also, yeah. he
1: a kid and he he blocking. He gotta go.
2: He is blocking. <laughs> you know, go sit down, let the grown folks do grown folks' things.
1: Like they I said, hat on him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I said Dudley's hat on him. And they went away. They away
1: they went. This is a really cute... This is, like, the scene of the movie for me. Yeah. they This totally is what love. the movie means And like, I feel like, if you even remember The Preacher's Wife, this is the scene you probably remember.
2: Yeah. I think I definitely remember this scene, too. Um, so, uh, everybody is... <laughs> the, I mean, basically, this scene just, like, solidifies the fact that they are calling for each other even though they don't actually like say it or anything of course again henry i think was supposed to take them skating or he was supposed to come meet them or something he's supposed to come home but he's busy doing all this other stuff so then like you know once again dudley is mr studio girl um and by this time julia is also very into him um marguerite is like uh dudley you need to walk with me and we, we're gonna walk across the street, so I need to deliver something. So you, you go be a gentleman and come walk me across the street. You know when that happens, they're about to tell you something. <laughs> yeah, you about to get you
1: about to get cussed out. You have to get the lecture. Some somebody about to be said to you.
2: Yeah, come 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 with me, baby. <laughs> it's always something. It's like, oh God. Can you help me
1: with my coat
2: <laughs> in this room over here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, because uh, I think like Jennifer, not Jennifer, I'm sorry, Marguerite had told her, like, oh, I see what's going on because y'all looking at each other weird and stuff like that. And she was like, well, I can look in the window, mama. And I was like, I know that's right, child. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad to let you outside. So <laughs> you better go window shopping if you got to. Um, and also, Dudley. Has been kicked out. So Marguerite is like, "Listen, I, you, you doing too much." Um, he ends up shaking her hand and making it so she doesn't want to smoke cigarettes anymore.
1: I'm okay, like that. That's that's easy.
2: Okay, so um, she's like, "You're doing too much," and then Henry also gets very pissed about the skating thing, and so he kicks out. First of all, he throws away Dudley's like uh very special angel book.
1: That has like all his secrets included, how to use Windows ninety (laughs) five, that was or three point one, whichever one.
2: I don't know which one. It had to be ninety five, right? Because this is ninety six. It might be, maybe. I don't know. But he was like typing up his stuff, and I was like, he about to, he about to be like Tyra Banks on the damn computer (laughs) in life size. (laughs) But he types up something nice. We don't hear until later. But um, yeah. So they're they're like Henry's sick of him. He's like, get out. He also tosses his book in the fire, which I was like, oh shit, was it Hellfire Girl?
1: Like what? <laughs> Don't that'll go woo woo. Like, oh shit, Lord
2: man. Dudley was like, ooh, you in trouble. <laughs> uh so also we have missed the fact that um well this is another side plot that Beverly has a thing for Saul, the the driver. And I mm-hmm. she didn't have to say this. She was like, Santa leave that man under my tree if he can fit. <laughs> like, oh, that's not nice. That's
1: so so
2: rude. Rude. <laughs> um But Dudley still interferes. So Julia and Henry are doing gift basket deliveries and stuff. They're just doing like Christmassy stuff that I guess like as a pastor you would do in the community um to bring cheer and stuff. Um, they go to, like, one person's house, and Dudley almost breaks their hips <laughs> in the name of love, because Harry falls over magically, and then Julia falls over on top of him. And I was like, damn, Dudley, they, they I mean, they're not old, but they're not, like, young spring chickens either. Like, you're going to break some hips here. Mm. Mm-hmm. But they're, like, they stopped arguing enough to actually do your mama jokes on each other. And I was like, all right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're falling for each other. Again. Yeah, the spark is back a little bit. Because um, a question was asked something, like Dudley asked um, Julia, like, what do you do when the fire starts to die in a relationship?
2: Yeah, and I don't like, know. okay. But he was like, uh, like, you don't let it die. I oh, she didn't
1: it. answer at that part.
2: Oh, yeah, but I guess that was his like answer later or Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah she was quiet on that because she was thinking.
2: She was like, oh, I don't really, I don't know, Let's get some matches. <laughs> I don't
1: She know. was like, mm, I don't know. Move I don't out. know if I want to relight
2: this. I don't know. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, we'll see, won't we? Yeah. Um. So Henry tries to back out of the deal with Hamilton. Because they go to the church and there's a new boiler. Nice, fancy, small, compact boiler. Um, And Hamilton's like, well, I don't really care about any of this stuff. <laughs> I don't really care because he doesn't go to this church either. He's doing all this. He's not really a member of, like, the community. I don't know where he lives. He lives in some big old white house, like, out, I don't know where. God knows where. In the suburbs, maybe. Um, And, I like how Henry said this. He was like, it used to be that you couldn't leave your people after making a couple of bucks. Because that seems to be everybody's dream is to like leave their people. Um, so I know like things have happened recently where people are like, why would you go back to your hometown? Why would you be out in your hometown? With no security. And blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's your hometown. You should feel like you should be able to be able to walk around with your people. If you're a part of your community, that's how you feel. Now, if that's- you need more people... That's something different. <laughs> if you one of those people who needs more people, because none of my ever heard around you, <laughs> then that's kind of an issue. Remember that time Jennifer Lopez went back to the Bronx and she was trying to introduce herself, and somebody was like, "Who are you?"
1: He was like, "Oh, I'm Jennifer Lopez." You like who? Who? <laughs> somebody was like, "Why nobody on your blog? know you, girl?" <laughs> Okay, Miss
2: Jenny. I was like, you can't talk about the Bronx that much and nobody knows who you are when you go back to the Bronx. <laughs> That's not good. Mm-hmm. But he's not really a member of this community, even though he's trying to, like, tear down this community. Um, Also, I was, like, laughing, trying not to laugh, but I laughed anyway because he had, like, pictures of, like, him and, like, famous black leaders that Henry referred to as, like, black heroes or something, and it was, like, a, a picture of gregory hines and colin powell Mm. i was like oh god Mm. Mm. not the career warmonger." come on oh god who led astray we were so led astray but anyways the big reveal of this whole conversation is that hamilton was like eff it i bought the mortgage to your church and um Deal or no deal, I'm still going to tear it down and I'm going to build a mall and I'm going to build tennis courts and you can't do anything about it. So yay, Christmas spirit. Yeah. Big time Scrooge energy. So, so evil. Yeah, like, what is your problem? Because who was going to go there? I don't even know what part of the city this is in, but like, which borough is this in? Because like, some people don't leave their burrows. Like, like who are you expected to come move in? Like, young white college kids. Like, what are you saying?
1: I don't know. That just made me think of this episode of Southside.
2: I have not watched Southside, but I've heard it's good.
1: Yeah, I, I. If y'all y'all watch Southside, I'm trying
2: to remember which show was it that I was watching. I don't know. I don't even have a good example of this. Honestly, it's just like. Why would you do that, and why would you think that was a good idea, other than just like making a quick buck? Um, so um, they are going to basically Henry has decided that like sc- the church is over, we're just going to close the church. Everything's this is not happening. Um, he's going to write his like sad sermon about it. Um, and I was like, God, this is the worst Christmas ever. Um, and Dudley ends up going to his house, which I was like, this is very much like. Um, like Scrooge and like the ghost of Christmas future. Or something. <laughs> because he doesn't have any family like he has a picture of his family on his wall, but he doesn't have any family. He has a Christmas tree that's not even decorated. He's got carolers singing to him, which I was like, are these paid people? Like outside his house. Because they're dressed like they're from, like, the 1800s. Which I know carolers sometimes do that. But I was like, are these, like, paid employees? Like, are you, did you hire these people? Also, he's drinking alone on Christmas. And I was like, oh, your life is sad.
1: Yeah, he
2: he's not a happy man. No, because, I mean, like, if you rip down communities, like, what is your... clear? you don't have a sense of community. So, I'm like, I don't think he has any friends or anything like that. Probably no family. If he does have family, they're like he's like kinda like the dad. He's like comes in and just like brings a bunch of stuff and then he's like, Okay, I won't see you for like one or two years (laughs) or something like that. Can't remember your birthday or any of that. Um But I mean he basically inspires Hamilton to like come to church. So the next um the next service is like technically like their last service, even though the church doesn't know this. Um, it's also being televised because of that deal. So I was like, "Oh, there's like this white lady." I was like, "Why is this white lady here?" <laughs> and it turns out she's like the broadcast, the broadcast director, um, and she's kind of like here, camera one, camera two, kind of thing. And so um, this is so adorable. Do you ever did you ever like do like church plays when you were a kid? Yeah, the worst. But they were the I, worst. I hated I was them so very- much. Oh, I never did a Christmas play, but I did like a couple other ones. Come on, Brittany. And all yes, you need.
1: Know, I also went to Catholic school for a little bit. Mm. Yeah.
2: I don't think we ever did any Christmas plays when I was in, because I went to like a private Christian school, and I don't think we did any. But I don't, that wouldn't have been something I would have wanted to do because I didn't like being looked at. <laughs> I met large groups of people. My grandma would always be like, here, you're going to do this play. And I'm like, no. (laughs) And she's like, we need to go over your lines. And every time, it'd be like hours and hours. I'm like, okay, do it again. Do it again. You messed up that word. Do it again. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God, no. There's a couple. Oh,
1: whoa. I forgot Christmas speeches and Easter speeches. Oh, my God. They were the worst. (laughs) Like the literal worst. And then just the little kids just being, Jesus is the reason for the season. Oh, they love when you said that, though. They love that Jesus is the
2: reason for the season. (laughs) They (sighs) love that Jesus is the reason for the season.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow.
2: Everybody dig deep in your hearts. If you went to a Baptist school or a Baptist church for any reason or any sort of religious school. Please tell us how you were inevitably roped into doing some Christmas play. Yeah. <laughs> or any play in general, Easter, any of that. Because, oh, God. Do you want to talk about trauma? Let's talk about that trauma.
1: Wow. Wow, that unearthed
2: memory. <laughs> <laughs> very, very rough times. Um, But this is such a cute little play. Because the kids... I think Jeremiah has been upgraded from sheep to shepherd on the come up. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a really cute like camel. I thought the costumes are very adorable. Um, For some reason, um, uh, Mary and Joseph are late coming out. Like I don't know they were getting their stage directions, but someone also gave them one of those baby dolls that peed. Mm-hmm. And so the baby Jesus ended up peeing on Mary, and she's like, "I gotta." I <laughs>
1: she's like, "I
2: don't, I, don't, I don't like this. I, don't I, know. I gotta go. I'm sorry. I won't be. Um, I, I have my dignity." It's
1: <laughs> a little she's like nine year old girl be returning for the second part of this.
2: Yeah, and she's like, "I will not be coming back." So here, I gotta clean up myself. <laughs> um, and Julia and Dudley are having like this like last conversation where Dudley is like, "I'm." i've wanted to come back for so long and i'm here and i'm gonna have to leave soon and julia thinks it's about her and like they have this kind of like i don't know it's not like explicitly stated i think it was worse than like not the not worse but like julia is way more like forceful in the original version because she's like you gotta go <laughs> It felt very, like, like, oh, is this what you're saying? Oh, no. Okay, no. <laughs> you gotta get out of here. Where Julia was kind of like, oh, well, will we ever see you again? And stuff. And and Deli's like, no.
1: Their last conversation is, like, that's what he brings up. Um, what do you do with the fire that is dying or something? mm and he's like yeah you don't let it you don't let it go out and she's like huh he's like yeah and i'm like oh okay so y'all 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 not gonna kiss
2: no kissing. Yes.
1: yes this is this is how it's going this is how y'all gonna do me
2: yeah this is about the time i was like me as a seven-year-old I was like what the fuck <laughs> Like, one, you're going to go back out there to that man?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all going to do me like this? Because this is not what I remember. This is not what I was
2: promised. This is not. We had a verbal. We didn't have a verbal contract. We had an understanding. <laughs>
1: I, 1996 me does not remember this. Like, I I don't recall any of these events.
2: I, was, I remember being like, wait a minute. <laughs> um. So... Henry starts talking like he goes and does his whole, like, sermon. Actually, no, first, Julia goes back out and stands in for Ju- uh, the Virgin Mary. Um, she's holding the baby, <laughs> the, the wet baby. And she sings, and, of course, she sounds like an angel. And then um, Henry starts his sermon, and the, the broadcaster's flipping out because he goes off script, and he's talking about hope and love and taking them both for granted because that's exactly what he's been doing this entire movie. Um... And he's also talking about forgiveness because Hamilton is in the audience. And I was sitting there, I was like, I would not forgive him with my last breath, but I, okay. <laughs> y'all are better than me. These are church yeah. people. Y'all need to be forgiving people anyway. That's what y'all said y'all would do. So I'm glad y'all are doing it. I don't know
1: about that. He trying to destroy y'all home. <laughs> <Like, laughs> what's to say that he won't do it again? <laughs> like- he might get a new idea next week.
2: I know wouldn't this be nice to have like a Dave and Busters here in the hood like (laughs) exactly what would happen
1: in the mind of a real estate
2: developer so apartments um what are those things like when you get like a cookie shop or like when you get like a a coffee shop a co-working space they didn't have co-working spaces really back then but like Uh, an internet cafe an internet cafe oh my god i've never been to internet cafe but yeah any of that stuff there's a million he's a real estate developer so i guess like if he actually tore down not tore down but like renovated what was there which is never i don't know if it's just because it's not as cheap to do i don't really know how real estate works or like because nothing's real so like everything that y'all are assigning value to is just arbitrary if i'm going to be completely honest and so like you know, you can just, like, reopen the youth center and, like, make it hot so a lot of kids who want to come and play basketball and stuff or play tennis or whatever other mm-hmm. awful ideas
1: he had. You could do that in the neighborhood. You could. And you could you can even yourself. teach them pickleball.
2: <laughs> any of the, like, rich people's sports where they're, like, hitting a ball at a wall for whatever reason?
1: Oh, racquetball. Yeah. Yeah. I used to go to a racquetball club when I was little. For field trips for some reason. <laughs> like, oh dang, that uncovered another memory. I'm say, I'm, here. I'm learning a lot about here.
2: you today. I'm learning a lot about you today.
1: But damn. Yeah, we used to go to like a racquetball club.
2: Oh, little Brittany was like a racket, a giant racket bigger than her. <laughs> <laughs> wow well that's i mean that was what we would love our real estate developers to do do they actually do that no they just just
1: tear apart neighborhoods
2: yeah basically and then raise the rent like some astronomical amount um but you know he's hamilton is feeling the spirit um and everybody feels really inspired by the whole message you know it's a lot of a take your time pastor type of thing Mm -hmm. um he's also shouting out how the angels came down to help him or whatever and Dudley is pumped (laughs) and then of course Whitney comes back and sings another one I think this is I Love the Lord is this the song I think I can't remember I don't know all the song names um and like where they correspond in the movie, but I know this is like a that's just like a personal favorite of hers because I think she used to sing it when she was a child, and so they sang it in this movie. Um, and um, and one like final like <laughs> I don't know if it's like a final fu or a final like maybe, but Dudley like imagines replacing right.
1: Henry's face with his own in their wedding photo. He photoshopped it like when his angel was like, mm, "That's my girl." And God said, "Don't you dare!" <laughs> and he's like, "Ooh, sorry, sorry,
2: boss. Don't even, you know. <laughs> I ain't mean nothing by it, you know. I just,
1: I was here. just, I was just, I was just seeing. I was I just, seeing just how know, it would look. I was know. just, I was just seeing how. It would I'm just trying it on. How <laughs> was he gonna
2: back. walk I'll out the back. door I'll with that? <laughs> Such a mess. Um, and then like <laughs> Um I think Saul tells um Miss Beverly that they're gonna get married in the spring. So there's a wedding in the church. Because um, everybody's basically he's like, Are you gonna stick you know, are you gonna stick with the church? Are you gonna keep going the Hamilton's little deal? And Saul's like, well, We're getting married in this church and Beverly's like, oh, we
1: are <laughs> and she's like, Who are you getting married to? and <laughs> like, oh, 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 <laughs>
2: divine is a treasure <laughs> um and Hamilton decides like we'll work something out um so yay on the pause of gentrification and the destruction of the hood <laughs> or at least the black neighborhood um
1: and they've already forgotten Dudley hmm Dudley is just a figment of their imagination They're she like, probably gonna go to sleep just dream of a really fine man with a big old smile. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah is the only one who
2: remembers him because he's got like you know a child's faith or something. So he he sees things that adults don't see. Um, and also the family has done right by Hakeem and adopted him. I was like, you got that big ass <laughs> Mm-hmm. Take, take in this child, please. <laughs> also, he decorated their Christmas tree. Deadly decorated their Christmas tree and put him as the angel. <laughs> and I was like, sir, did you see his little suit? <laughs> Deadly wore
1: like a gray, like, like a gray suit. suit the whole time. Like it was like a, almost a zoot suit. suit. And, a, and a gray coat and a gray hat. Uh huh, in and a gray this, Scarf? I th- no. Uh, what no, did he a white scarf.
2: did he wear? Did he wear Henry's scarf in this version? I don't remember. Because they did that in the original version. He was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Henry was like, "What you you got my clothes on now?" Like, he was not happy. I can't remember if they had if he borrowed any of his clothes in this one, but yeah, he had this this big old gray suit, and I was like, "Sir, didn't know I want the angel." <laughs>
1: And they probably put, like, a little Steven doll, you know, the black can
2: on top. Oh, I remember Steven with his little, he didn't have waves, but it was, like, kind of waves.
1: He was, like, a little, little afro, little plastic afro.
2: Yeah, but it was, like, a short cropped afro, you know. Yeah. Until he got, like, a hammer
1: cut in the late 90s. Bye. So he
2: had,
1: like, a little fade
2: going. Oh, man. Because I remember, too, at the beginning where I think when they first meet, Henry is like, where are your wings? Like, if you're such if you're an actual angel, like, where are your wings? And he was like, now, you know, like, you don't need to be thinking in stereotypes. Like, that's your problem. (laughs) But then this angel on the tree, he's got these big old wings and stuff. And it's very goofy. But um, (laughs) and that's like the end of the movie. (laughs) It's them posing down in front of this tree and, you know, mm-hmm. and celebrating high living there and, and Jeremiah getting a brother and, and the family is back together and mm-hmm. the church is saved.
1: Yes. And oh, all is well.
2: All is well. Not with uh, me, but. Yeah. Cause Denzel family. goes and walks off into the distance. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't let this man go.
1: Mm-hmm. ma'am, you got to you got to figure this out. You got to say another prayer where'd you in my, you Have You seen that
2: buildings? meme? Have you seen that loyalty meme? Where like somebody had drawn, drawn these two people like facing each other and then and behind them were all these like temptations or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, that new one up. Yeah. <laughs> somebody was like, "Turn around, sister." Cuz somebody was offering her like necklaces and watches and money and stuff and I don't know what they were offering, the man, probably just drugs or something. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I said, "Turn around, sister." That's how I feel about like Whitney and and Deadly. Like they need to like turn around. Mm-hmm. You can, there's still a chance. You can look.
1: <laughs> run off into the sunset. Again, I am once again for the sixtieth time on this episode going on record and saying she should have left her husband for that angel. Will their heavenly? relationship work out probably not cuz they're from two different worlds literally
2: but figuratively like i mean like he's an angel he's got like a mission from god when is he ever going to be around
1: he's also he also died several years ago i mean then you could just turn to zombie romance but oh okay <laughs> that you works. Know, you can you can switch to genres we got a couple different things happening all right that works. I mean, that works for me. I love it. But, again, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted in 1996, or 97 more realistically when I watched this on TV. Um, oh, man. Like, that's what I wanted. Like, I I thought she left her husband for an angel, which is what we all would have done. Am I right? <laughs> I mean, it seems basically like she's
2: going to do it. <laughs> I mean, not entirely. I mean, it's not like she said, you know what? Yeah, we're going to tell Henry tonight or something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> pack like, up maybe. the baby. Let's
1: go. Like, no, not pack up the baby. No. <laughs>
2: Where would they live? Like, what?
1: <laughs> they live in all um, that um, gay handshake. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever you could get with that.
2: Does it sustain them Oh,
1: <laughs> they're homeless or something? Like, they're giving about his charm, his gay handshake, and love. That's all you need, Ashley. You just need that. You just need love and angel powers, babe. That's all you need.
2: Try to convince everybody in 2021, almost
1: 22, that that's exactly what that's gonna. <laughs> That's, That's all, you, all need. you need to sustain a relationship Is just angel powers And love The key part is angel powers though
2: Yeah cause I don't know how else we're gonna <laughs> the,
1: the angel the angel powers Is like doing a heavy lift <laughs> uh, Yeah I was say I don't,
2: I don't know what else y'all gonna do
1: <laughs> Otherwise
2: <laughs> Oh man I forgot to mention that Sissy Houston was in this
1: Oh yeah she was a member of the choir
2: Yeah Sissy. That was getting smart with Witty. Yeah, she was getting smart with her time out. Oh, we should do it like this. We've always done it like this. Sissy, would you mm. stop putting your 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 daughter's image on holograms? Yes, ma'am.
1: Like, Please. Uh, mm. Please stop that.
2: It's mm. making me
1: sad. Very
2: sad. Lady, you are 88 years old. <laughs> what other money could you need? Mm. Stop this! That's all I have to say. Um, so yeah, that's the end of this movie. Um, I feel like we would both honestly say that we liked this movie. Duh, I think you could tell. Yeah. Um, and we would recommend it.
1: It's it's a nice movie to watch. Um, for this time of year, obviously, we're doing it for our December episode. Um, it is a churchy movie, like. This counts as me going to church for the next 10 years. Yeah. So you are in church. When you watch it, you're listening to a gospel choir. That soundtrack goes off. So if you're not into church, then you might not want to watch it. I just let you know about that. Um, but it is a cute holiday movie about an adulterous relationship between an angel and a woman. <laughs> um <laughs>
2: A near adultery. what is this, like like an emotional affair?
1: Yes, it's an emotional affair between an angel and a woman. (laughs) A woman considering leaving her husband for an angel.
2: Um, Well, it's so funny because in the original too, like I keep mentioning the original, but like in the original it's like she was almost like, well, this is just how our marriage is going to be. You're going to be an absentee husband and I'm just going to stick with you, even though it sucks. But this one feels more like she would dip.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That one foot was out the door.
2: Yeah. So. And honestly, if if, if Marguerite had really said something, she
1: probably would have, you know, been like, hey. <laughs> yeah. The other foot would have been out in the car with a bag.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. So. Mm. You know, what it could have been. Honestly, they should have made another movie together.
1: Yeah, that w- that would have been interesting to see. I don't know what kind of movie they would have made. Like
2: a, I don't know. Because you know what? Denzel was kind of like, we talked about Tom Hanks being kind of like the nice guy of acting. And Denzel was the nice guy, nice black guy of acting for a long time up until training day. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and so I have no idea what they would have done. I mean, it could have been some, another, some cute romantical thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Whitney, I mean, she did Cinderella, but I don't, and Sparkle? Oh, yeah. I
1: forgot about Sparkle. But I
2: don't think she really acted ever after that. Did she? Let me look. I don't like saying things and it'd be wrong. Oh, she was in like a like a documentary. But I was after she passed away. So I don't even I don't like I don't like those. <laughs> I have I have feelings about some of those sometimes. But yeah, yeah, she didn't really she didn't really do much feature film acting after this. Except for yeah. Sparkle. Like I said. But And oh she had a cameo in Nora's hair salon. Hmm which I have never seen. Which I
1: think stars Jennifer Lewis?
2: Yeah, Jennifer Lewis, uh, Tatiana Lee, some other people I do not recognize. Uh, Tom Bolo Jones. Yeah, oh wait, yes, I do know Tombola Jones, and Lil' Kim is also in this randomly. Right? I, hmm. I feel like I've
1: seen this on, like, BET.
2: It's definitely been on BET, it's probably been, like, on the screen when you're, you know, getting your hair braided or something. <laughs> Wow. Well, well, I would love to see them again. It didn't happen. It's very sad, but I mean, hey. This is really good to watch, like Brittany said, at Christmas. Or, you know, I don't know. Sometimes you just need to hear Whitney sing down. Mm -hmm. Made me feel Mm -hmm. good. Gave me a little bit of a little pep in my step. Mm -hmm.
1: Give you a little chew.
2: Yeah. Oh, God. There's only so many voices that do that, and
1: man, one day we have to do the bodyguard. Oh yes, ooh, cause ooh, child, the queen of the night, baby. <laughs> mm. Mm. Mm.
2: Oh, what a what a film! What a film! I love that song. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so I don't know if we have any like, um. Movies we would recommend. I am. Okay. Once again.
1: I'm worried. Recommending. Oh, no. Ghosting. Oh, The Spirit of Christmas. (laughs) Because I feel like that is a film (laughs) that works well with the preacher's wife. Honestly, we should have done that. Yeah. (laughs) And it is currently... As we record this episode, it is currently on Hulu. It is a freeform original. Um, so um when this episode releases, you'll be able to likely watch it. So please, please, please watch one of my favorite holiday films. It is insane. It is wild. Um, but I was watch I watched Ghosting, The Spirit of Christmas. I have to say the entire name. That's, then the, watched... that's the whole film, because
2: there isn't actually a ghosting movie, and I don't know what it's about. I mean, it's probably about, not
1: entirely the same thing, but it's, it's yeah. Yeah. And it's also ghosts, Ooh. which is different. But like, Ghosting Spirit of Christmas, The Preacher's Life, and The Bishop's Life, I watched all of them in the same day, and I was like, okay, this is all a vibe. <laughs> this is all it. Yeah, in the same this day. This is
2: all it on the same mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. see so i think like we were going to talk about well i we've always wanted to talk about that movie but like we haven't but i feel like one day we should if they ever put it back on the internet again because um that was part of the reason why we didn't even suggest it because um they did not have this movie up on on freeform or anything i actually thought they had buried this movie for you know cause like some movies people do and they're like oh i never want that to be seen again don't ever show that again and then you can't like neo ned you know <laughs> <laughs> i keep mentioning that movie i'm just gonna bring about some dark sided things on this podcast oh man the Ghosting uh, is back Yeah, is
1: buried of christmas is back
2: for the holidays yeah so originally i thought this movie was just like it was gone never again to see the light of day but it's actually available to watch on abc or freeform or freeform on hulu um kendrick samson plays the, the love interest and I, is it aisha d who yes. was on um oh uh the bold type um, until like just recently, I think the show just ended. I used to watch that show, but then they started going off the rails with her character. And I was like, I can't, I can't support it. And She couldn't support. It. She even wrote about how they did her character dirty. Her character was supposed to be like a uh, queer, um, what, like social media manager at this like website, or not website, but at this magazine. And then like, she was more of the, one of the more outspoken, like the most outspoken of the three girls in the show and then they had her like dating some like like right wing lesbian crazy and I was like why would they do that they ruined the show and even like the actress was like yeah especially like during because like, this is like last year like in 2020 and she was like yeah especially what's going on this year I feel doubly upset that they took my character this direction and I was like to be an actress, man. To be an actress. Um, but yeah, I agree. This sh- this movie was crazy. I think we talked about it a long time ago. <laughs> we were just like, please watch this craziness. Yes, so please
1: we were, watch it. I watched it. Got a little teared up toward the end. I'm like, yep, yeah, it's do it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it, it it got a little message, ain't it? It's is wild, but it got a me- it got a couple messages.
2: Was it just like. Don't take things for granted, type of thing. Or I can't even remember. I it's just mean like,
1: like, um, keep your eyes on the road, and um, yeah, don't text and drive. Yeah, that's a cute one. Um, <laughs> but then it's just like sometimes the people who are most important for you, um, to you are there all alone.
2: Even if you couldn't see them, or at least if you're the only person that can see them. It's so chaotic. <laughs> I also think that one day we should do um, the um, pop star to um, Hallmark and Freeform and Lifetime Christmas movie industrial complex pipeline Um, because I watched a movie with Ashanti yesterday or the other day before when I was putting up the Christmas tree. And I was
1: like, I was wondering, did you watch Merry Widow Christmas with, or Merry Little Christmas with Kelly Rowland?
2: No, it was on. I think my mom might have watched it. I don't know. I was like in, we watch a lot of like dog competitions and pet competitions and cooking shows in this house as I've slowly begun to realize. And so another pet competition was on. I was like, I got to get out of here. And so I was in another room (laughs) when, when a Merry Widow Christmas came out. So, um, but yeah, Kelly Rowland's in one. I know one of the twins, is it Tia or Tamara?
1: It's Tia.
2: Okay. Um, is in a movie with the guy from 17 again, looking the exact same. Yes.
1: I I got that on my, on my watch list.
2: (laughs) Gotta watch it. So there's a lot of more I think because like I don't know when anybody started to, I don't know if it was last year, I can't remember, but I know like people were like, We like these movies, but like they're all very white. And so now but, they're doing more. Although for some reason Ashanti was mixed in that movie, that was egregious. Mm-hmm. I was like, Just Okay. In- that's not. That's not <laughs> Why would you do that? But um so, yeah, I really want to do that, like, next year, maybe. Yeah. Because that was – that's also something that I just – we need to study. It needs to be studied deep. Like, we need to do a deep dive.
1: Yeah, I could. I got the hallmarks. I, I know them
2: okay i don't I know my i feel like my mom knows a lot of them but she's got like she will watch anything that's on here and i don't have cable so i don't know what's going on half the time but i have just seen a lot of announcements and everybody's like Give money bitch and so like you know because those, those channels they like if they like you they'll keep calling you mm-hmm. i feel like you can make like a good living just off of those who's the one is it candace cameron like oh all yeah, this- I don't
1: know if she's still on there, but I don't know what she's done lately. And it, I, she I, was wild in the summer. So okay,
2: everybody's fire. everybody's views are just taking them out the game. And I'm sorry to hear that that y'all are doing that to yourselves. But like, if they like you, they will like, oh no no no, what's the one from Mean Girls? Lacey is it Lacey Shep? Lacey Shepberry? She- she- yeah, A.K.A. She Thunder.
1: Does some. But she used to
2: do a lot more. Because She was mm-hmm. on them things, but yeah, I'm. I guess you know, if you want a, a nice, steady yearly paycheck,
1: but I think hers might be different than traditional ones. Is
2: she doing any like gay ones? No, she doesn't, does she?
1: Um, I know to have is... some more
2: gay Christmas stories
1: too. No, like if I like, she does a couple. But I gotta see, like, because some of them are. They're not right. But, okay. And what I say they're not right, it's like they are. Oh no. Hanukkah movies, but they're not Hanukkah movies. They're Hanukkah Christmas movies. Like. I was gonna ask, isn't she Jewish? It's like. Like, um. It's supposed to be a movie about Hanukkah, but it's like you're teaching someone about Hanukkah, but it's a Christmas movie. And he, no. I don't know if you could do all of that. Yeah, it's like, don't do that. <laughs> just just make, literally just make a movie about Hanukkah. Like, just, yeah. just do that.
2: Honestly, I don't know why people get so, like, uptight about, like, when you say, like, happy holidays, because there's literally so many things that happen between November and December that it's just easier to be, like, here. <laughs> here you go like I don't know what you celebrate but like here just be happy she's not Jewish her character in Mean Girls
1: is Jewish but I don't know I have heard but this it was, I forget which movie it was it was some movie that came it's not any of the ones she's in but it was some movie last year that came on Hallmark that's like that I was like oh they're trying no. new things
2: they're trying new like, things uh,
1: they're workshopping okay,
2: like, they're workshopping some new holiday sh- <laughs> content <laughs> Lives not <laughs> get some people who know what they're talking about in the room first, and then maybe you'll be able to do things like that in the future. <laughs> it's the truth. Um, okay, well, then cool. Um, I guess if there's nothing else, I don't think there's any more letters or any messages from anybody, any listener, um, mail. So, um, if you like this episode, be sure to give us like you know some stars, maybe. On Apple Podcasts, you can also listen to this on Spotify. You can also listen to this on SoundCloud. You can listen to this pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. um If you'd like to hit us up anywhere, you can do so like on Twitter at BOK okay Girl Film Club. You can email us at blackgirlfilmclub.com. dot com. I definitely said email us at blackgirlfilmclub.com. dot com. That's it. Last time, I don't know what's going on with me. Um, it's and- been a long
1: here. Girl. It's all
2: right. Yeah, it's, you know, you hear us say it every episode if you listen to every episode. So, this shouldn't be anything different. And you can also uh follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Film Club. i um, Our website is coming. Give us time. Yeah, <laughs> but you can look at uh, it. Yeah. Been a long year. Yeah, you can look at it. It's at blackgirlfilmclub.com. So, um yeah, there's nothing really else to say. I really want to talk about ghosting now. Yeah.
1: Surprise,
2: maybe. <laughs> the spirit of
1: Christmas.
2: <laughs> that is such a goofy. God, Candice Samson is so good looking. But he
1: <laughs> when he, he was is. on
2: that too, I thought he had like lost his. Um, like they weren't gonna have him on Insecure anymore. So I was like, oh no, he's doing Christmas movie. No, he
1: he didn't lose his job. He got back.
2: Yeah, I don't know what's really happening on Insecure right now, but you know, good to see a. Uh, good looking face mm-hmm. Which of course everybody on the show is good looking But like come on uh,
1: Okay do we have anything else Do we have any other announcements No but I want to take some time To thank everybody for listening um, Thank you for going through This with us For the 2021 20, um, It's been a very long year But thank you guys for supporting us Like you always do Just thank you for listening um and I would like to wish you guys um happy holidays um and uh happy new year if we don't do anything special um and I hope that you guys have a prosperous new year and hopefully me saying that is not jinxing anything but <laughs> I 2022 is going
2: to be better than this year. Oh God, I hope I'm saying that doesn't make it. But yeah. I mean, you know, we're all hoping because my goodness, it's just been. I was listening to a, a podcast episode, none of ours. I was listening to an episode of a show I used to listen to a lot um, when we first started the pod. And it was the episode I'm listening to now is um, set probably the day after the 2016 election. And I was like, wow. Everything I thought everything was going to be terrible. Then and then it slowly keeps getting worse. (laughs) So hopefully, you know, the plane we pull the plane up from its nosedive. Um, in twenty twenty two, I just want like a like a semi normal year. I don't know if that's going to happen, but
1: like just like, you know, no more news. no just let us coast a little bit just let me let me coast I'll put the fucking mask on and coast a little bit shit fuck just let me coast shit send send down a sexy angel please
2: send down all the sexy angels um down from heaven don't know which ones they would be because all the sexy people I'm thinking of are still mostly alive I mean there's a few bring back Paul Newman (laughs) which one did you say
1: I said, Paul, (laughs) do
2: we have problems? (laughs) But seriously, bring him back. Yeah, I mean, This is yeah. for a day, maybe. A day or a week. I didn't get to experience that. So, like, let's, you know. Let's we'll start with that one. Bring back some other people. Bring back Merlin Santana.
1: <laughs> yes,
2: please. Bring back, what, Lee Thompson Young. Bring back yes. all the beautiful people that we've lost. Yes. I can't believe we both said... <laughs> all new one at the same time <laughs> oh we're in sync we're here we're here together yes okay before we continue to go on the rails we're gonna go yes. <laughs> bye guys and we love you guys yeah happy happy holidays happy new year yeah <laughs>
1: bye, <laughs> bye.